0: Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcast that you're listening to, but
1: a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics.
0: And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. So, we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. Yes. That is the subtitle. We just came out with it.
1: We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York.
0: So, find all the information that you need at our
1: social media, or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening at Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us. On Saturday, July the 29th.
0: At 7.30. And be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds argue with each other. (laughs) All right, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. (laughs) You're listening to the Superpod HeroCast, a Night Shift Radio production. Hang on. I got to go figure out what Fagin's doing. Give me one second. Okay. Yep. Fagan. did you see this sad sack?
1: He was excited when I came to the door today.
0: I, I know we're trying to work on that.
1: <laughs> no, uh, he wasn't bad. I mean, for my side, he wasn't bad. He didn't, like, charge the door. He was excited.
0: He was like, new person. Yes. Yeah. That that's I think exactly what I'm okay with that. It's just the he's got a bit of a biting issue, not not like breaking skin or anything.
1: But like like little typewriters. Yeah. The problem is is
0: that he's a fucking dog, (laughs) (laughs) not a puppy.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Bye. He just left. Okay. I think I think he was insulted by what I was saying. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Fagan.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, You ready to? Yeah, let's uh, let's do this.
0: Welcome to the Superpod Hero Cast.
1: Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Episode 62. I'm Casey Ryan. I'm Todd Panic. And, we, and watched we watched X-Men Origins Wolverine.
0: Yay. We watched Let's a movie.
1: Off. Let's pull off the
0: band-aid right away. This movie sucks. Oh,
1: it sucks. It, you know, and it's you know how bad it, it is. It sucks so bad. Yeah. Well, no, a a good sign of how bad it is, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched this movie that came out 11 years ago.
0: Uh, 11 years (laughs) ago, that's the last time I watched it. When it came out on video, I was so jazzed because I didn't get a chance to see it in the theater. And for some reason, like the news of the shittiness of this didn't get to me. Yeah. So I went to the, I went to Redbox. I rented it. I, I had a day, like I had a day off. So I was like, all right, here we
1: go. Back when you and used to work about, nights. So you had a whole,
0: no, it was still days. It was still days. I just, I had a day where I didn't have to work for some reason. Got it. Oh, I think I work on a Saturday. Got it. Got it. Got it. Or something. So I had like a Tuesday off and I, I went and I rented it and I was so jazzed and 25 minutes into this. I was like, this is how I'm going to spend my day off.
1: Yeah. It, watching this shit. It, you know, I, So I saw, (laughs) I saw a reference. um, It must've been on the, on the wiki page for this under the reception um, Uh section. So I'm quoting from the, from the wiki page on review aggregation website, rotten tomatoes. The film has an approval rating of 37% based on 258 Mm -hmm. reviews with an average rating of 5.13 out of 10. The site's critical consensus reads, and I think this is perfect. And in, in fact, we could end the podcast after this sentence, Though right. Hugh Jackman gives his all, he can't help X-Men Origins Wolverine overcome a cliche-ridden script and familiar narrative. So that'll do it so, for the super <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's no. that's perfect. He is wonderful, and the film is a steaming pile of crap.
0: I, almost all the actors are great in this. Liam Shriver's great. Hugh is great. You,
1: are you talking about Stryker? Danny Houston? No, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. he's not.
0: He's not. He obviously didn't watch X Men Two. He was like, "I'm going to do it my own way." I'm like, "Or you could do it like Brian Cox because it's motherfucking Brian Cox."
1: Or yeah, or or what does it matter? Because (laughs) this is a fucking pile of garbage. Yeah. Uh, So who do you? I think maybe that was it. Uh, Oh, uh, Taylor Kitsch or whatever. Oh, yeah.
0: Boy, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. Hollywood keeps giving him chances and. Yeah, he keeps just fucking it up. They I shoot
1: that. You know that is one of the many parts that gets shoehorned into this movie and does nothing but take away from it. Yep. Uh Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. It, I, this
0: this movie was supposed to be part of its own trilogy called the X Men Origins right. trilogy. The next one was going to be, this, gonna be Magneto, and then Xavier. Oh, okay. And like Xavier and Magneto were going to be kind of like two movies in one, like. I think what I read was like, it would take Magneto up to a certain point in his movie. And then Xavier and him would join together. Yep. And then you'd see the same thing and you'd see like different scenes or I don't even know if they got that far because what we got instead was (laughs) X-Men first class,
1: which is a great movie. So I'm looking for the silver lining. I think X-Men first class is the best, is the first best X-Men movie in the sequence, right? Like, well,
0: I'd argue that X Men Two is pretty damn solid.
1: Uh, I, I think first class well, came out, for, I for think what, first class for better. We,
0: well, well, we'd come a lot farther in how we made movies by then.
1: I don't mean effects; I mean the quality of the no, movie. No, I'm talking about
0: <clears throat> how we told stories, and we, that movie still falls under it, like
1: we we didn't just invent making good movies in the last oh, ten damn. years. That's ridiculous. All right, well, let's, all right, we're about to fight. So let's, uh, we've got, before we start fighting.
0: we Save it for debate. <laughs> that's right, that's right. When I'm not fighting. That's
1: right. Uh, before we fight, we should drink. Oh, so, since we are. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes.
2: What are we drinking?
1: So our beer this evening comes to us, as it always does, from our friends over at Branching Out Bottle Shop in Township 5 here in Camillus, uh, and they have what I would argue is the g- finest beer selection in the central New York area. Today, no yeah. exception. I uh, stopped in there, ran over there at, the, at my lunch hour to pick it up. Chris was in there with her mom in barley. And, uh, you know, this is a movie that gives you a whole lot of options to choose from. So had no trouble uh, with their fine beer selection, uh, finding a great choice. So we are drinking, you know, we always like to drink a New York beer when we can. So our beer this evening sure. is from Upstate Brewing Company, which is located down in Elmira, New York. They are an award-winning craft brewery and taproom. They were founded with the mission of producing locally brewed beer that appeals to the tastes of a broader audience. Mm. I've, I have drank a number of their beers in the past. Um, I've not drank this one, but in honor of the titular character and a uh, amazing actor that he is, Hugh Jackman, uh, we're yeah. drinking... Upstate Brewing Company's American IPA Aussie. Yeah. Don't uh, so Jack,
0: then how we love you.
1: Yeah. So Aussie is brewed exclusively with hops from Australia. Hazy with tropical fruit notes of mango, papaya, and passion fruit. It has 6.7% alcohol by volume and 29 IBU. And it comes, as many of our craft beers do, in a pint can, which I love because that's just fewer trips to the fridge. And doing the pour, and yep, it is a oh it is a hazy IPA. Oh my! It's also a. Did I see this here? It's a double dry hopped, uh, mm-hmm. and wow, uh, holy cow! that is up. it it cascades almost like a Guinness does.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like feeling a Guinness vibe from this. Oh, holy great. cow!
1: Well, should we uh, drink this beer?
0: Drink this beer. Cheers, sir.
1: All
3: right.
0: Hmm. Oh, oh, there's like a lemon right at the end.
1: Yeah, it's that's nice. It's tart. Yeah, it's got that tart crispness. Yeah, uh, that's that's a good beer. Holy cow.
0: Uh, Very biting and cutting, you know like the cutting that should have happened in this. So, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so once again, uh, if you're here in the greater Syracuse area, you got to head over to branching out. They've got the finest beer selection bar none. They will not be beat. So
0: yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, well, I don't think we have any reshoots or reactions.
1: No, nope. we're still, uh, we're sneaking a few in before these officially drop for the season. So yeah, we're, we're so coasting like
0: pretty much. No one has in four of this. Uh, Episode four of this season is just good our five is gonna be like, all right, there's this and this that's episode, right. and, there's this right. and there's this, and there's this, and oh, by the way, this.
1: I say we go, uh, you know, as far as I've concerned, I've not heard any negative comments about this season so far, so I think we're fine. No, I mean it's
0: been yeah. great. We're doing <laughs> it right.
1: That's right, that's right. Okay. Our IMDB score for this movie is a six point six out of ten. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. save our reactions for the end. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so this movie is directed by Gavin Hood. He has a a few acting credits. He has a vaguely familiar face. He's from South Africa. Um, he's a director, screenwriter, a few acting credits. You know, of note, I would say he directed um, Ender's Game, which was the film yep. adaptation of, of a classic sci-fi novel. Um, mm-hmm. Also, Eye in the Sky was a movie he directed it as well with Helen Mirren oh, and Aaron Paul. It's,
0: it's uh,
1: Alan Rickman's. Is it his last movie? Final film. Mm-hmm. Oh, no kidding. He's,
0: he's great. Have you never seen it?
1: I I thought the name was familiar, but I have not seen it. So, is it worth watching?
0: Yes, especially as an ex-military guy, it just it goes through, especially how different England yeah. handles military strikes as to where we do.
1: Oh, interesting. Oh, I'll have to the check The American out. show
0: for one part, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's how they think we are. Okay, great.
1: Yeah. Um, so he's, you know, okay, Gavin Hood, that's him. Um, after after this, he directs Ender's Game, which, uh, you know, that was a big movie. It was a big I adaptation. Kind of some, multiple it, times. Oh, you're t- trying to watch it. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. can not make a threat. The, the, the book is phenomenal. Um, the Sorry, author, man. the author is it's problematic. A yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, Gee, uh, 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 a children's uh, book writer that has some problematic views on the world the devil you say
1: yeah so I would suggest that uh, unfortunately for Mr. Hood you know he doesn't have a whole lot that comes after this film um, screenplay there's two credits uh, one of them mm-hmm. is a gentleman Skip Woods who wrote the screenplay for Swordfish he's un. Oh uncredited to adding some additional dialogue for live free or die hard uh wrote oh, screen
0: wow okay so for a like shitty one of jack movie, and the worst
1: <laughs> no, yeah
0: wait. live free or, live die die hard. or die hard is the one with Timothy Oliphant, a good day to die hard is the one that i've never seen
1: right 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 um also wrote the screenplay for the a team he also wrote the screenplay for a good day to die hard Really? Sabotage, um, oh, which was God. the Schwarzenegger, and then both oh, yeah, God. and then both Hitman and Hitman Agent 47. He wrote the screenplay for those. So, okay, again, he's a he's got some credits. He's not the name that caught my attention. The name, of course, that caught my attention in the writing credits was Mr. David Benioff, best known mm-hmm. for destroying uh the Game of Thrones right. adaptation. Um you know, I was surprised at his writing credits ahead of that. He wrote the screenplay or a treatment for Troy, um, the kite runner, uh, Gemini man that came out last year with Will Smith, um, and Will Smith and Will Smith. Uh, but you know, again, I just didn't remember that he was involved with this. And then of course I saw that I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I am of the opinion that David Benioff is a fine writer when he is adapting good source material i think that the early you know like everyone the early episode seasons of game of thrones are great it's when well not everyone i couldn't tell you like everyone who's seen it uh the early seasons (laughs) are great it's when uh he and db weiss his game of thrones collaborator had to start filling in the blanks that it really dropped off and of course you know season eight is just uh a nightmare so uh, yeah, that
0: was covered in last year's nerd debate.
1: <laughs> I believe you are correct. Uh, so that's what we've got for the production stuff. Oh, and uh, I don't think we gave the year. This is released in 2009. Should
0: have never been released. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Hey, you ready for some almost gas? Hit me. For the part of William Stryker, Michael C. Hall, was considered
1: really okay. Interesting. That would have been oh, very intended oh, striker. Dexter. Got it, got it. Got it. Yeah. Who are you thinking? I was thinking Anthony Anthony Michael Hall. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, he might have worked he, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: Leo Schreiber was originally considered for uh, striker, but he requested to take the role of Victor Creed as he found the role more interesting. Dear Mister Schreiber, you're a hundred percent right.
1: Yeah. Yes, and. <laughs> Gotta say, love Sabertooth in the movie. Mm-hmm. He's his second best part of the movie.
0: Uh, also, who were considered for Victor Creed before Leo Schreiber got it were Carl uh, Urban. Okay. Would have okay. worked. Yep. Two yeah. Aussies fighting each other. Sure. <laughs> and Gerard Butler.
1: Uh, okay. All right. I, you know what I like about Leo Schreiber is he's so tall. He's cool. And his quietness. Yeah. yeah. He's scary quietly. mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Carl might have done that, but Gerard would not have. He would have been like screaming every
1: line. Yeah, and you know what's tough? So how tall? That's a great question. How tall is Liv Schreiber? 6'4". 6'4"? How tall Hmm. is Hugh Jackman? 6'2". 6'2". Okay. Uh, And I wonder... Okay, so that makes sense. So in the comics, they probably put, they probably put some lifts on the, uh Yeah, you. Know, the, you know, one of the things I love is that you get you get that the imagery right from the comics. You know, we've we've talked about it. I think in every X Men movie, Hugh Jackman is like almost a foot too tall for Wolverine. I think Wolverine's five uh, four, so mm-hmm. he's you know he's like a foot taller, which is fine. But in the comics. You know, one of the things I always loved about the rivalry,
0: scary, yeah.
1: yeah, it was always like this mutton Jeff kind of thing, you know, Sabretooth towers yeah. over Wolverine, which of course means nothing when they fight, you know, Wolverine, you know, holds his own. So, uh, I, that dynamic worked really well in this, although yeah, I'm looking at a picture of the two of them facing off and it's not that pronounced. It's, it looks like an inch or two, but mm-hmm. it it's, he certainly seems he seems taller. I guess I don't know. Where He's I'm just a at.
0: big dude. I mean, did you see the thing about originally he was going to wear a uh, muscle suit? No, and, and saw it and pretty much called Hugh Jack, was like, please get me your trainer right now. I don't want to wear this thing.
1: That <laughs> good call. I mean, uh, he looks great. He look, You know, every time, every time he does the the all fours pounce thing or charge. Oh my god! Like i'm like well, oh my god so that's amazing because he's
0: this big dude and all of a sudden he does this animal like if like uh uh oh shit the guy from lost who's in this dominic Monahan, Monahan?
1: yeah yeah
0: if he had done it yeah i'm like yeah okay because he's uh, like a shorter like lankier guy but yeah it's just pound and pounds of muscle and all of a sudden he does that
1: yeah, he's it's got not, this amazing it looks like it's an effect. It
0: looks like it's really him doing it.
1: Yeah, he he really does. You know, I I'm a I'm a big fan of his. I, I think I've talked about the Showtime series, um, Ray Donovan, which I think, yeah. like Game of Thrones, ends poorly, but the the early seasons of that I think are wonderful. And uh, yeah, he's he's such a great physical actor. He
0: yeah he's well, he was uh, he was Cotton in the uh, first two screen movies. The, Is he really the, killer, the guy who who was well spoilers for scream but yeah. honestly it's like a 25 year old movie at this point if you haven't right. seen it tough shit. Uh he's the guy that's framed for Sydney's uh mom's murder.
1: Right, 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 right. He's f- like
0: this intimidating thing in the first one and then he's kind of intimidating in the second one and then becomes kind of the butt of his own joke. It's wow. pretty funny. He's um
1: he's amazing.
0: Uh for for the blob.
1: Yep. David Harbour. I, I saw that and I saw why they turned him down.
0: He joked <laughs> that he, would,
1: he was too fat. <laughs> so, no, of course, uh, to be
0: fair, I don't know what David Harbour looked like in
1: 2009. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, I I know he's, had, he's had his struggles with addiction. Yep. So, he might have been a little heavier at that point.
1: So, this is 2009. So, let's see what other movies he was in around that time. Okay, Royal Pains, Law and Order. So I see TV, TV, State of Play. Uh, the year before, he's in Quantum of Solace. Greg Beam, I don't remember that.
0: Oh, he's one of the uh, CIA agents.
1: Okay. He's on. the one that
0: ends up dead in the trunk. Brother, for <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but honestly, don't watch Quantum of Solace. It's a stupid no, movie that could no. have 20 minutes tacked onto <sighs> Casino Royale.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He
0: Was he a big boy? We'll just. Oh, no, David.
1: Yeah. He he looks like he sits behind a desk.
0: Brr. Yeah. we he a great big fat person.
1: Danny, that was all Casey. I had nothing to do with that. Oh,
0: Todd, I don't know why you <laughs> cut out the part where you said, Hey, Casey, do your really good Buffalo Bill <laughs> imitation. I feel like I'm being uh, tricked here. That's I, bullshit.
1: I guess... I, yeah, I guess. Uh, well, I am editing, so I guess that's uh, oh, I'm editing I this part. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Interesting. Uh, the what's the guy's name uh, Fred Dukes? Kevin Durand. I oh, like Kevin him.
0: Durand. So we have two lost actors in the oh, movie. He, is he in Lost? Yes, he is, and he is amazing because he is he is the guy he plays in the beginning. Only like. more intimidating in every scene he's in. You're just like, (laughs) he's going to kill everyone. (laughs) We're all going to die horribly and violently. He's really, it's a listen. I cannot sing the praises enough of lost.
1: Yeah. He's, uh, Oh, it was just, and of course, so I didn't watch Lost, so I didn't make that connection, but the movie I love that I do think of him as is, uh, as the character Gabriel in Legion, in which he is frightening with Vision, Paul Bettany. Uh, what oh, yeah, Le- what a great Legion. movie that.
0: Yeah, uh, it's an okay movie. It uh, is saved by Bettany and um, oh shit, what's his name? Fred Dukes. Uh,
1: Ke- um, Kevin Kevin Durand. Durand. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, that, I think you're again? being I think you're being unfair. I think there's uh, Adrian Palicki is in it. Uh, Lucas Black. That,
0: there's you know what it, is, it Quaid is since it came out on uh on dvd since i've seen it so and i just remember like oh that was an okay movie but man the acting was great
1: oh doug jones is in it as the ice cream oh, man old, uh-huh. he's one of the ones that gets yeah see i i want what's it rated 5.2 out of 10 that's 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 too low that's i okay, would put cool. i would put legion up against prophecy the prophecy
0: the would you put the, legion up against this movie
1: yes i'd okay. much rather watch legion than this movie sure. 100%. I'd, I'd, can I'd, we go yeah, talk about we'll, legion <laughs> no, no. <Yeah. laughs>
0: surprise motherfuckers we're gonna talk about legion i'm oh. gonna try and remember the movie <laughs> that would be a great episode someone pulls a movie for us and yeah. we're not allowed to, it's something we had to have already seen and we have to be like
1: ah oh. we could do like the ryan reynolds where he he but he uh he crashes the X Men X Men reunion. Did you have you seen that? It's a Zoom call. Yes,
0: yes, yeah. I have. Yeah, and then of course, the your just leaves right away.
1: <laughs> I don't think he was ever there because the still of.
0: Him. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But it's it's the best. It's so funny because he shows up.
1: Hey guys, boop, boop. yeah, yeah that was good. That
0: was good yeah. <laughs> Okay, for Kayla Silverfox.
1: Yes, Maggie Q. Okay, I am not sure that I know who that uh, is.
0: She's on the team in Mission Impossible 3. She's the one who, who seduces Philip Seymour
1: Hoffman. Oh, right. Isn't that two? Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman? No, that's two Grace Scott. Yeah. I, see, Yeah. 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 And we're, we're also
0: from Mission Impossible 3, uh, Michelle Moynihan was considered for Kayla. Yeah. Uh, she, she wanted to do it, but she had to turn it down because of... Scheduling conflicts. Mm. Or she got her hands on the script and went, Oh God, no.
1: Isn't she? I thought I saw her pop up. Isn't she in this when we meet Remy LeBeau? Was that her like a cameo? No. Nope. No? No, she's not in it.
0: Hmm. Okay. You're wrong.
1: Okay. Uh, uh
0: for young James Howlett, which is odd that it, it says this because he's never officially called James Howlett. He's I, just I, called James.
1: I'm sorry, I okay. apologize. It wasn't it wasn't Remy LeBeau. i uh I think it's the carnival scene. Is that the oh no. Never mind. Okay. No, it's not here. Okay. <laughs> right. I
0: know what you're talking about. The, the, there's a the blonde so, yeah, well, Michelle Moynihan is a brunette. Well, she's been a blonde. Moynihan? Yeah, she's been a blonde. Oh right. Yeah, there's something she was a blonde oh, in. Oh what was that? Uh, hey, you still haven't watched Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, one of her best performances, so shh.
1: Uh, Matta is going through our back catalog of episodes, sending yeah. high praise, and he said Kiss, hey, Kiss, Mata. Bang, Bang is a phenomenal movie. I was like, well, Casey keeps trying to get me to watch it, so that makes sense.
0: Had we done a second season of... <laughs> oh, you oh, haven't you seen
1: that?
0: that? It was going to be that, the Transformers I- movie.
1: Which Transformers? Oh, the transform the cartoon that's movie. Oh that's, you, you would just be reliving your past trauma. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm getting you back.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Uh for young James Howlett, yes. uh, Cody Smith McPhee, which you don't know the name. Okay. But he was the kid in um The Road.
1: Oh, oh, that's a movie I think I watched. I think I watched 15 minutes of that, and I was like, nope. I'm good. Started <laughs> nope, to read it. I'm,
0: trying to murder his child. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, it's a rough watch. I mean, Vigo Mortensen is phenomenal. Yeah. Do so you know who that kid ended up playing? No. Nightcrawler.
1: No kidding. And
0: apocalypse and dark and uh, uh, dark phoenix. I was like, oh what? Good for you. Good for you. Good for you, buddy. I mean you're in seventy-five. No, you're not even you're not even in a good X-Men movie. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Scott Porter auditioned for Gambit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Scott Porter. Has, Alias. Has, um,
1: it, right or uh, no. no? Is he in the m- Scott Porter? no?
0: No, no, no. Um, oh shit! Hang I on, I'm going there now. Like, okay. Here's what.
1: Scott Porter. Oh no! I don't know what. I- he, he has kind of a generic vet guy look to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: okay. He's got kind of a gambity look to him. I see yeah, why they Yeah, I can Adam. see it,
1: yeah.
0: You know who also auditioned for uh,
1: Remy LeBeau? Uh, Channing Tatum? No, that's later. Who?
0: Christopher Hemsworth.
1: Really? That would have been...
0: Okay. A bad career choice because yeah. he would have been able to be Thor.
1: yeah.
0: Holy They're God. like, oh, you're in the X-Men Origins Wolverine movie? No, you can't be Thor.
1: Holy cow. Wow. Uh,
0: and, and lastly, uh, Edgar Wright was approached for Bolt, which I'm assuming is Will Will.i.am's character.
1: No, that's Rafe. Oh, but is Bolt then uh, that's Chris, Brad, It's Bradley. Yeah, Dominic Monaghan.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, he declined, claiming he did so because he simply wasn't an actor. I mean, honestly, he could have done it. It's, it's a, it's a thankless role.
3: Yeah. Like,
0: I remember the first time and this time I'm like, Oh, that that's the end of Dominic. Okay. <laughs> that's the end of Mary.
1: Did, did you almost until he dies? Did you almost expect some kind of an like a professor X linkage? Cause he does the exact same gesture. Mm-hmm. Like I'm using mm-hmm. my mind powers.
0: Well, to be fair, uh, Uh, Patrick Stewart never did that. It was only a James McAvoy. Was it
1: really? Oh, okay.
0: Stewart never touches his forehead. Probably he's like, I already have enough things (laughs) that people, gestures that people do for me. Make it so. Got it. I'm not doing anymore.
1: That's right. That's right. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Okay. Uh, You got any other? No, that's it.
0: How about uh, Wolverine?
1: Did they look at? No, kidding. 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 Weirdly, they looked. (laughs) Yeah. That's right, um, Bob Hoskins. <laughs> yeah, Bob. That's right. Uh, all right. So again, this is a two th- this is released in two thousand nine. It has a budget of hundred and fifty million dollars. Now, again, this comes after the three X Men movies, the first three X Men movies. Um, this movie famously, I mean, it's it, the production stuff. There was a there was a full uh, full copy of this movie without any watermarks. Um, mm-hmm. That leaked online prior to uh, the release. Y- you know, the studio has said that that hurt the the box office and stuff. That is,
0: or was it that you made a garbage movie?
1: Yeah, I, I think they were looking for excuses. Um, but you know, at the box office worldwide, this does three hundred and seventy three million dollars commercially. It is a success. Um, you know. Uh, so, you know, from a money perspective, yeah, it was a success, but boy, they certainly missed the mark in terms of uh you know what they were going for and sadly it' it'll, rag- take, it'll take two more solo e- Wolverine movies to get it right
0: um Wolverine's fine until the la uh, Wolverine's fine until the studio intervenes.
1: would you like me to rage now or should I wait well we'll wait we'll save that for that episode we'll We'll just wait on that one yeah i'll All be right. I'll be drinking I- whiskey at that one.
0: Ooh, oh, like when we do Suicide Squad?
1: Yes, exactly. Yes.
0: Straight up shots. That's right. I, I was thinking today, I'm like, what if I did like a shot every time I got enraged at the movie, oh. but I would be on the floor drunk after like, I don't know, 30 yeah. minutes of talking about it.
1: Yeah. Especially if you let me call it, right? Like if you, like, if I just let you go and then you yelled, take a shot. Yeah. <laughs> we can play with that. Maybe we can do half shots or thimble shots or something, you know, like, well,
0: the Greatest Generation guys have a thing called where they do a power hour where okay. they take a shot of beer every 60 seconds.
1: Oh, 60 shots of beer? Okay. So if a shot is an ounce and a half. I'm going
0: to tell you they get shit-faced every time they do
1: it. Yeah. So in an hour, if you're drinking 90 ounces of beer, 12-ounce uh, so. Twelve ounce bottles. Uh that is seven seven and a half beers in an hour. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, oh, we're not doing are. that. Yeah, we're not I doing know. that. Every time they do it, they're like, oh, I had shit to do today. <laughs> How about I had shit to do tomorrow? Because for at yeah. my age, yeah, that's I'm I'm done yeah. for the next couple of days. Yeah,
0: I was like, well, that be no, no, we're too old. They're well, no, you know what? Adam and Ben. Adam's older than me and Ben's around my age yeah
1: yeah we're not doing that (laughs) uh Uh, all
0: right but they just did um for friendly fire yeah they did uh are you not entertained gladiator there it is okay interesting all three of them gave it five stars or whatever they they use
1: and they shit on captain america the first avenger you know what it is. None of them are comic book guys, and they no, all say not. that. Yeah,
0: so. they do, and that's fine. And you know, just like Ben just rewatched all the MCU movies, and he's like, "I see the plot holes when you sit down and watch them all in a row." And I'm like, "Yeah, there are, but us nerds just go, eh. yeah." It, it's still 20- twenty. It, if it says DC at the beginning of it, then people get pissed.
1: No, no. Listen, listen. You, you're you're acting like Marvel doesn't earn the. The, uh, the in, the the fanboy enthusiasm—they totally do. I mean, it's it is just in amazing. Twenty, uh, what's the count with uh, Far From Home? Twenty three movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's just fucking amazing. It, so okay, yeah. So there's a few things that don't line up exactly. So what? I mean, it's fucking amazing.
0: Yeah. If you say so, Chief. That's right. Okay. All, All right. right. Hey, do you want to get into this uh turd of a movie and yeah. get it over Let's with? Let's do Just it. Sooner <laughs> we start. We opened in oh, shit. I didn't write down the year. 1690.
1: No, 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 not that far back. So we're in the Northwest Territories, Canada, 1845. That's what I said, 1845. Yeah, you totally said that. Clearly says 1845.
0: There's a young boy in his bed. Like, has a fever, but also has the sweats. (laughs) Never good. Um, Yeah. And uh, his father's like, you're always, oh, no, Victor. Victor says,
2: you're always
1: sick. (laughs) Yep. Victor, who's who's sharpening his fingernails. But he's, like,
0: filing away the sides. And I expected them to play in later. Because he has full fingernails the rest of the movie with claws on them.
1: Uh, he does, but they also seem to, um, extend as he, mm-hmm. you know, like tenses. but he's, he's realized that they're, they're useful and he, they are sharpened into talons. I mean, there's no doubt yep. about it.
0: Victor's father comes home, is drunk. He's causing a ruckus downstairs.
1: Well, so Victor's father doesn't come home. So Victor is at James Howlett's. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. James. James. Logan's ho-
0: just James. We never hear the word Howlett in this movie. Y-
1: you're right. Uh, yeah, where did I see it? Mm, is it is it in a credit?
0: In the credits, he may be listed as James, James Howlett. Howlett. Yeah, yeah, that's what his real name is. R-
1: right. So he is at the Howlett residence in his bed. His friend Victor, who we'll find out is actually his half brother, is there with him. So as James' father, Logan Howlett. Logan Howlett, right? Uh, he leaves, and then we hear, a, or he leaves because we hear a banging downstairs, and that mm-hmm. is Victor's father. Basically, he's come to the Howlett residence.
0: Yeah, and James's father's like, Your no, father's drunk again. You should help him home, Victor. To Victor, like, you little shit. Get your father to get his shit together.
1: Yeah, and Victor, giving it right back to the adult, says, It's not my name he's calling, sir. So, of course, we've learned that Victor's father is also James' father. What a twist!
0: But he, he finds this out because Victor's father kills James's father.
1: Yeah, we're taking a lot of time on this. Let's just... Yeah,
0: let's just... This is important because you see the rage build in James and for the first time, he pulls out his bone claws, stabs Victor's father, and as he's dying, he's like, Oh, by the way, I'm your dad! That wasn't your father. Oh, Jesus. But yeah. Could we not? So he runs out. Victor catches up with him. We're like, We're going to be in this together. Let's go hop on this carriage and run away together. And then I got real excited the first time I watched this because I was like, oh, we're going to cover each war during this movie. But only in the credits. (laughs) You go through every war in Vietnam in these credits. And I was like, oh, wait, I want this as the movie, not
1: Yeah, that you know that you're right. If you're watching the first five minutes of uh, first seven minutes of this movie, mm-hmm. this is setting you up for oh my god, this is going to be fucking amazing. So first it's the Civil War, then it's World War One, then World War Two at Normandy, then mm-hmm. Vietnam, and yeah, the the and of course Victor and Jimmy are brothers and friends. You know, back to back as they fight, and it's the two of them against. Everyone, right? It doesn't matter.
0: You get to Vietnam. Victor's going to rape that woman, right? Oh, 100%. And this, uh, another soldier intervenes. An officer. Oh, it's, is it an officer? It's an
1: officer, yeah. And Victor murders the officer who's going to stop him from raping and presumably probably murdering this young girl. Um, sure. As the other troops are responding to that, Victor kills at least one other soldier, maybe a couple. Jimmy doesn't kill anyone, but certainly protects victor they go back to back before they're finally kind of captured there's well
0: and both show their claws for the first time yeah james pulls out his claws and victor lengthens his fingernails yeah i'm still excited about the movie at this point they're put up to a firing squad then you see the they're, they're in like hot boxes or they have a name right solitary it's not solitary because they're together
1: yeah it, it, uh, it doesn't
0: look comfortable where they are
1: sure what it, what you're thinking of is like southern american prisons right that would have mm-hmm. those structures this is they're clearly in vietnam so but yeah that's uh, that's the idea we meet at this point he is a major major william Stryker. Stryker.
3: Stryker, striker 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 striker
1: striker striker comes in to talk to him mm-hmm. this is when we learned that victor killed his superior officer, who was an officer he killed.
0: And that 90 minutes ago, they had uh, taken out their execution. That's right. And somehow, here they are.
1: You know, he points out that the Army, of course, uh, the Army is nothing if not persistent. They're going to keep trying till they figure it out.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Can we go back to the credits for a second? Did you see who was an executive producer on this? There was a
1: name that flashed. I'm, I'm not going to, uh, no. Richard
0: Donner. Yes, yes. Now, Lauren Schuler Donner has, is credited as doing everything from X-Men to, I believe, dark Phoenix. She's a part of that production team. Yep. This is the only one I I could find that had Richard on there.
1: Did I see, maybe I remember, I remember seeing Lauren Shuler Donner. I don't know that I saw Richard Donner.
0: He got his own. No, I think he got his own because the studio and Gavin hood clashed the entire way on this to the point where Gavin walked off set and Richard had to be called in, to like talk him down and come back and finish the film. No kidding. So I think people are like, all right, I'll do it. But I want my own credit. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Sure. Whatever. Just we've sunk so much money into this movie.
1: Yikes. Holy cow. Well, uh, sadly he couldn't save this movie. Striker makes a deal. They've been sentenced to death. The army will keep trying. Cause the, the army is nothing if not persistent. Um, but Striker offers them an out. Come with him, work on the team he's putting together. And of course, he'll make all of their problems go away. How would you like to really serve your country? Not only will it be okay, he values the unique talents that they have. And of course, they're not dumb, so they take the, de- the deal. We next see them on this small jet, and we meet the team. And this is a great, tight scene. Like, you get a whole beautiful mix of dynamics. It
0: reminds me a lot of the, uh, the helicopter scene in Predator yeah that helicopter team predator you know who everyone is before they get off that helicopter you know their personality and everything
1: i wonder if there's a name for that trope because it's almost like the you're meeting the team while they're in the middle of transport to a mission but we're gonna get a quick little snapshot of the team in those moments
0: meet the team on transport scene i guess.
1: <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> it that's that. totally what it is so um we meet wade wilson sharpening his swords. Ryan motherfucking Reynolds. And you know, you see the germ of real Deadpool. You see this here because he's got the he's got the deadpan delivery, the 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 caustic wit. It's it's right there. It's really interesting.
0: If you look at what he does in the beginning of this film, you look at that leaked footage for yeah. Deadpool, and then you look at actual Deadpool, you see the actual progression. Because like the leaked footage is somewhere in between what he is in Deadpool. And this sure I mean Ryan did this because he wanted to play Deadpool and I do not believe he got to read the script also
1: yeah I, I can't imagine he did. you know so of course he's sharpening his sword and talking about
3: you know, I love this weapon more than any other thing in the whole wide world you want know, to know why It's memorable. I'm sure it's a little bulky tough to get on a plane. you whip out a couple of swords at your ex-girlfriend's wedding they will never. Ever forget it. That's funny, Wade. I think you confuse me with someone who gives a shit. Granted, it's it's probably not as intimidating as having a gun or bone claws or the fingernails of a bag lady.
1: <laughs> uh, just a <laughs> great fucking line. He's really, he's taunting Victor, who I would suggest is the last guy in that team that you want to taunt, no, right? Um, but clearly, he's cool as a cucumber. He's not uh, troubled by that at all. We meet Fred Dukes. A lean and muscular Fred Dukes just got a tattoo of a of a new girl on his arm.
3: Fred got a new tattoo. I'm concerned. I love her. You love her after one night. She's a gymnast.
1: We meet Bradley, who's clearly a technopath because he's flying the plane from back in the uh in the cargo space with the rest of the team. And of course striker's there. Will <laughs> I am
0: wearing a cowboy hat. And Will I am. Yeah. We're flying to Lagos, Nigeria. They don't know what the mission is.
1: This is the kind
0: of black ops you don't want to be involved in. <laughs> like, okay, I'll, I'll be in black ops, but I need to know what we're walking into. Because what they walk into, like, they're all
1: like, yeah, and wait, what the fuck are we doing? So you're right. They literally walk up to the, the warlord's high rise where we see they've got, he's got essentially a diamond counting or sorting room. Where he sits at the end of the room opposite the elevator. It, from a visual perspective, to kind of frame the action, it's great. It makes no sense, right? Like, it's the dumbest setup, but the team is not at all nervous about this fortress that they're walking up to.
0: Yeah. Uh, Fred is like chewing gum on the, uh, on the elevator, they're all just cool as cucumbers on that elevator. The guy that will later be Agent Zero
1: has amazing physical abilities. What are Agent Zero's powers? You know, I looked him up. He's not a character I'm familiar with from, from the comics. You know what he um, felt he like? Is a, he felt
0: like Domino.
1: Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Is there,
0: is there's luck on his side, it seems like, and incredible accuracy, just like Domino in the comics, the Zazie beats. Domino is just lucky.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He kind of has the generic um, agility, reflexes, Uh you know, quasi-speed, right? like He's just kind of a...
0: He has whatever power he needs from that scene.
1: Yeah, yeah. But he is the one that gets through the first set of defenses. Uh You know, a tank comes online um, that would be kind of the overwatch for the entry control point and uh, (laughs) Striker turns to... uh, Fred and goes. Fred,
3: the tank. The tank. I got that.
0: And we we learned that, that. Yeah, that Fred's is indestructibility.
1: Yeah, he is the immovable object, and of course, later in the movie, we'll see. But that's that's comic book accurate. Uh, it's and it's and of course, how we, we see it, it's great. He he plugs the the barrel of the, the tank's cannon, and of course, the tank cartoonishly, is, yeah, it's just, it's, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, we'll we'll discuss wh- when we see Fred Dukes after the scene. I've got some issues with that. Okay, so they're on the elevator, and Wade's just mouthing off and mouthing off. And elevator doors open. He jumps out. He blocks all the bullets.
1: It's an amazingly fun comic book sequence, and it's fun. It's fun. So, so first of all, he's doing like the. So ironically, he's doing what? Don't. <laughs> That's why, why he said he blocked all the bullets. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. Here it's perfect, and not a single shot gets past him. The end of the sequence after it takes
0: everyone out, this is the most Deadpool I think he is in this movie. Okay. People are dead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The diamonds, you know, might as well be pebbles to Stryker. He could care less about the diamonds. He wants this hunk of black metal that the warlord has sitting on his desk as a paperweight.
0: Is it vibranium?
1: No, it's adamantium.
0: That all that becomes what goes into Jimmy later.
1: No, so um, he tells the this warlord he wants the medal, so he sends him to a village uh, three days from from Lagos,
0: right? West uh, Africa, which is where. Wakanda. Oh, you're saying I think this is a because they can't use the word. I think in this version adamantium is vibranium mixed with something else uh
1: i gotta be honest with you i don't think uh i'm not sure how far back the vibranium in wakanda goes i don't think that was necessarily all
0: 2009 it was
1: um vibranium first shows up in 66 in daredevil oh, got, number 13 at shield is oh, no,
0: vibranium guess. and uh, adamantium in the comics. um
1: Mm, I, I think actually the first iteration of cap shield is, is tinfoil. No, I, it was like a, there was an unknown compound in there. That's the, in the comics. They, they don't, we don't exactly know what's in the shield because it can never be reproduced, which is why it's a unique thing in the, in the I, comics. unstable molecules. molecules. Yeah, basically. Yes. Yes. Marvel's yeah. favorite uh, thing. <laughs> yeah. So um, they do, you know, they, it's, I mean, it's, it summons up the imagery of every, um, war crime real or imagined, you know, 100%. in Vietnam, right? So all of the villagers are basically kneeling, um, Stryker wants to find the source of the metal. The village headman says that, you know, it's a, uh, an asteroid, it fell from the sky. And of course that's not good enough. He, Stryker has saber to murder him. Um, and he, he, it looks like he's about to kill the whole village when Logan, can we call him Logan now? Jimmy, no. Logan? It, Jimmy. still Jimmy? Okay. Um, Jimmy's conscience will not let that happen. And um, he stops Agent Zero from shooting a villager who goes to run. Um, at this, we've got this tense standoff. It ends with Jimmy has had enough. And even Victor's like, what are you doing? This is the best deal we've ever had. But... But um, Jimmy can't do it, so he leaves. What I think happens is after that, Stryker does whatever he has to do, which probably ends with that village dying. Stryker gets his hands on the supply of adamantium that he needed because that one rock wasn't enough, so he clearly had to get more.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: For me, this is the point where the movie starts to go to shit.
0: A little bit. It gets shaky here, Um what happens next? Is it a carnival or do we see you, Jimmy on the mountain?
1: No. First, we see Jimmy six years later in the Canadian Rockies, uh, a shirtless – I can't call him Jimmy. It's Logan. I'm sorry. What? It's Jimmy at this point. I know, but – No one has is, called yeah. him Logan.
0: How uh, Yes. Dare you?
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, a shirtless Hugh Jackman and a half-nude woman in this beautiful setting, the kind of thing that only happens in – movies, right? It's like the the cabin on the ridge and the
0: I'm like, yeah, it would be great to live in, but how do you do anything? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. I
0: need a gallon of milk. It's ridiculous. So this um, the actor who plays Kayla, she has Michelle Moynihan vibes. I can see that. That same kind of look that Michelle Moynihan has.
1: Yeah, Lynn Collins. Yeah. She
0: does. She's great. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed Lynn Collins a lot
1: in this movie. Um, oh, she was in John Carter. She was DJ Thoris. I forgot about that.
0: With <laughs> with uh, uh, Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, yeah. Poor bastard. Mm-hmm. So they have a little moment. You see that he's kind of happy in this relationship. He goes to work. He, he works, works as
1: a logger? Yeah,
0: because it's Canada. What else are you going to do? Sure. Tap maple syrup?
1: <laughs> oh, how dare you? That's, their, that's um, their
0: number one and number two export. I'm just stating facts. <laughs>
1: really? and <laughs> And
0: Listen, <laughs> Canada, please let us back in.
3: <laughs> That's right. right. the time this says- comes
0: out. No. Wait, well, don't don't. <laughs> They may be like, you know what?
3: We're, we're, we're good.
0: You don't have to come back. We're good. We'll just keep our border <laughs> closed. And that'll be that. <laughs> it, it, Jimmy tries to leave to go get on the, um, the truck to go work. And Caleb pops her head out. Hey. Comes back, gets a big old kiss. All the, were, all the guys in front of all the guys. It's it's. It, I don't know what it is, but it's like mom, not in front of my friends, kind of vibe.
1: That's exactly what it is, um, and you know it's great. So I say when the movie starts to turn, it's not Hugh Jackman's performance because, of course, he's an amazing actor. So I, you know, I love all of his scenes, including the scenes with Kayla Silverfox. It's it's not that, but um, he had you know, to do I would with a with a actor with a less skilled actor, these bits could have gotten hokey, but of course he's wonderful.
0: He does the opposite of what Gal Gadot had to do. No, I'm sorry, he does the exact same thing Gal Gadot has to do. When we meet Logan in X Men, he is jarred, broken, angst filled. Sure. When we sure. Woman in Batman v Superman, she is jarred, broken, angst filled get to Wolverine, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, and Wonder Woman, there's some innocence and some playfulness Optimism. to the Optimism, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, it's like, I think the first time I watched this, I just hated the whole thing. So now I looked for, and I'm like, Hugh Jackman gives a really cool
1: performance of Logan. He He's wonderful. And again, you know, even, even when, when the movie gets shitty, which it's about to, um, it's still you know, it's not like all of a sudden he's giving a bad performance. He's wonderful. I mean, I've loved him in every appearance as Wolverine, but I really dislike many of the movies that he's been Wolverine in because, you know, a lot of them are not good, but it's never him. And well, he, this is been, no, there's no exception.
0: I think the only X-Men movie he's not in is uh dark Phoenix. Yeah. yeah
1: I think you're right. He even read that script and went, no, thank you. Uh, yeah. I'm good. I'm going to make the greatest showman. That may not be historically correct, but I'll watch that first. (laughs) Let us talk about The
0: Greatest Showman for five seconds.
1: Call him something
0: other than P.T. Barnum, and it fixes every problem that everyone had with that movie. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Name him F.Q. Bailey, you know? Sure. (laughs) There you go. And just, like, it's alternate universe, and it's not a horrible human being.
1: It's almost like somehow because it's a movie about a historical figure, we don't allow all of the fantasy of fiction, fictional storytelling to happen. Um, oh,
0: you mean yeah. like everyone who wants to cancel Hamilton now that they've seen it?
1: Well, I'm not. I'm not a fan of cancel culture in general, but um, I think Lin Manuel Miranda is handling that right. He's like, yeah, no, they're, uh, you know, take. He's like, yeah, you can criticize Hamilton. It makes perfect and also sense. He's like,
0: have you seen the book I based it on? It's like this thick. <laughs> it's like yeah. the Alexander Hamilton yeah. book. And like, yeah, of course he didn't talk about the slaves. It wasn't about that. It was about the man. It was about what he did.
1: It's not like Hamilton owned it's not like Hamilton owned slaves. And Yeah. So I'm looking at an article from Esquire.com from July sixth of this year. So right after it came out.
0: Literally the next day.
1: There is no evidence that Alexander Hamilton owned slaves directly. He was among three of the 10 founding fathers who did not own enslaved people. However, he did have connections to slaves and slave owners throughout his life. And that is a difference. That's true. Um, I would also suggest that in New York at that time, I don't know how common slavery was.
0: Do you ever read any of the stuff that he wanted to put into the Declaration of Independence? No. President for life. Oh, did he? (laughs) Wait, that... That's just a monarchy, you dipshit.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So, in any event, greatest showman is a wonderful movie. Let's uh, let's want, let's talk about that. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for.
3: So we
0: now find Bradley working at a carnival as like a like a like a like a, like a carny show. Yeah. Uh, he's got a light bulb. Try and turn it off. You got three tries. So she flips the switch. Doesn't work. Plugs the box doesn't work. Her boyfriend unscrews it, and it still doesn't turn off. He throws it to the ground.
1: That's right. Uh, this is the woman that I thought was Michelle Monaghan doing a cameo. That's that's the one that I thought. It's, it's her sister. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, so uh, clearly, the the carnival is is done for the night. Bradley is in his trailer, which is filled with uh, little electric toys. Mm-hmm. a train, a boatload of light bulbs and everything. And he's he's uh, decompressing when he gets an, a loud knock on the trailer. He opens the door and it's Victor and Dominic Monaghan, great actor. Like you see, you, he knows at the moment he, he's opening the door, he knows he's dead, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. but it doesn't go the trope road of a lot of movies when the character knows that no matter what they do, they're going to die and pretty much tells, victor to fuck off he I, i'm glad they like of all the tropes they do in this movie they stay away from that one. yeah like um true romance it's probably the best example of that
1: it's one of my favorite movies
0: when when dennis hopper knows he's gonna die he's like you know why sicilians are dark-skinned yeah <laughs> yeah I, I cannot complete the but, rest
1: of that sentence <laughs> but you know what's the best about that though is he never tells he never tells uh, Christopher Walken to fuck off. He never says the words fuck you or fuck off. But he yeah, says, That's what I mean. Like in all these other movies, yeah. they know, like,
0: I, what was the one I just watched? There's something. Oh, the Cold Pursuit. The thing with um, Liam Neeson. The when, fucking 90 minutes of my life that I wasted and will never get back. Oh, calm down. It's a great movie. Um, mm-hmm. The part where one uh, of the uh, his brother, knows he's going to die Yeah, when they put him in there. and He's pretty much like, yeah, I did this. I did this. Oh, I also fucked your wife. You know, he just, <laughs> he lays in like, if you're going to kill me, I know I'm going to die. So here we go.
1: That almost uh, false bravado.
0: I'm glad Bradley didn't do that. He, In fact, he's like, doesn't he say something like, what took you so long? Like, mm-hmm. I knew this day would come or something.
1: I always thought it would be weird. I'm my door. It's a tight scene, and it's a great scene. I'm still in this movie at this point. I'm still like, okay, there's a potential
0: for this movie.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. This is a good scene. Um, so we see that Victor is clearly enacting justice for some unspecified bad act. So it, Bradley's clear. Mm-hmm. He and again, it's not what he says, but the way he plays it. My take on that is Bradley knows he deserves to die. He knows that he did things that, that were unforgivable. He does have this moment of bravery where he's like, I'm, yeah. I'm not, you sound sorry. No, it sounds better. Whatever you did. I I flipped it around.
0: I had it the wrong way. Oh. Casey, have fun editing all that. Yeah. I just realized I saw your mic. The Yeah. The, the
1: dial, okay. the dial. The, yeah, the dial be towards mm. you. Yep. Okay. All, All right. right.
0: That'll be fun. To oh,
1: geez, man. Good luck.
0: Well, um. To if I suddenly sound a lot better, I figured out which way my fucking mic was supposed to go.
1: To be fair, this is only the second time recording with these mics. We bought, we bought different mic third time. We bought different mics. For, well, second time for you.
0: No, yeah, this is my second time. Oh, I just, something happened.
1: Did you press the button? On the
0: back? I got No, nope, there we go. No. Nope. So
1: you, you don't.
0: I just, I got it for a second. Okay. Um, it happens when you get old.
1: All right. So what I do like, well, one of the things I like about this scene is at the end, Bradley's like, he's resolute until Victor leans in. He goes, how do you know you've never tried it before. And at that point, like Bradley breaks, like you can see the fear. And I was like, Oh, what a wonderful, like it just, it's played out beautifully on both their, both their sides. It's a great scene.
0: It's such a dark, wonderful moment in this shit movie. Like, Victor and Jimmy, by this point, uh, let's see, Jimmy gets hit with a cannonball during the Civil War.
1: Uh-huh. Um,
0: so, I don't think we ever see Victor die in any way. He didn't die at Normandy. Just the execution but, like, in Vietnam. You you have to figure, though, another there had to have been other times. Oh, sure. So.
1: Oh, yeah, because. I,
0: I, like, when he said that, I went, oh, shit, that's right. Like, they've been through some shit together.
1: We know that they've figured out that, you know, for all intents and purposes, as far as they know, they're immortal. Mm-hmm. When they are chained to the posts before the firing squad in Vietnam, uh, Victor's like, wake me when it's over. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, and Jimmy's like annoyed more than anything else. He's I,
0: not worried. Annoyed. It, I, and And that makes me feel like they've been in that before because Jimmy's yeah. face is almost like, I can't believe you got us here again.
1: That's what, it, it's the, I'm getting too old for this shit, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Except literally it is, because at that point he's, uh what, like 120. <laughs> so, yeah, he is too old for that shit. Yeah,
0: 100%. So, uh, next, Jimmy is having uh some flashbacks.
1: And again, great little, I mean, even at this point, the script is still built. It's not like the script is 0% good at this point. They're still doing things. I mean, the, the building, this... This this tormented uh, Jimmy that we're seeing, it's all good stuff. He wakes in a rage. His claws are extended. He's in full-out berserker mode. Um, Silver Fox is standing on the other side of the room, and as she comes back to comfort him, he sees that, of course, he has clawed her in the night. Now, she still has her arm, so it's not that bad, but, of course, he hurt the woman he loves.
0: Yeah, and she's like, oh, it's fine. Touches his chest, says, let's go back to sleep.
1: So her powers work on him.
0: Well, they must. I wasn't right? going to say that, that her
1: powers are, are that
0: Listen, just now I'm just planting the scene that yes, oh, 100% they, they have to.
1: Oh, right. Cause that's why she's there. Right. Yeah. To keep him under Uh
0: And every so, time she tries to get him to do something aside from the bridge scene, she is touching him.
1: Oh no. On the bridge scene, she touches him too. Doesn't she?
0: she only touches the other guy and he's like how did you get how did you do that
1: cuz oh, he sees her touch that's right he notices he notices the touch of the other guy
3: you got the touch you got the power
1: can we explore this thread for a second why is she there i, I mean i know that I know that Stryker has her sister, so clearly she's working for Stryker. Just keeping tabs on him. Just keeping tabs on him.
0: Keep tabs on him. Stay with him however you need to. And feelings emerged. I I really think she is simply there to make sure he stays.
1: Because Stryker always knows where he is and, and he's not getting into trouble. Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. Okay. I can accept that. Okay. Next day at the logging camp, Stryker pulls up with agent zero. You know, they may have been former teammates, but there's clearly no love lost between them.
3: Still shooting furs, asking
2: questions later. Agent
1: Zero shoots Jimmy's cigar. You still chewing on cheap cigars? Stryker shows Logan a newspaper with Bradley's murder on it. You know, says someone's hunting down the old team. And of course, he's trying to bring Logan Jimmy back. Jimmy wants to be a part of him. could, could they have found a
0: a less flattering picture of Bradley to put in his obit. I was like,
1: come on guys. He's dead. (laughs) Find something else. You know, I feel bad for Bradley. Mm -hmm. I feel like unlike Victor, unlike agent zero, um, unlike Wade, like, cause Wade has a moment in the village where Wade's like, Oh, I'll kill all these people. I don't care. Which makes sense later in. Yeah. That all makes sense. Bradley is the one to me
0: Bradley could have walked away with Jimmy and it would have been like yeah this makes sense
1: yeah but I almost feel like he wasn't brave enough to walk away mm-hmm. so Bradley's this like tragic character he's he's clearly a bad guy he clearly deserves to die and yet you know you also see him as a victim mm-hmm. or I saw him as a victim uh, so that pathetic picture I think kind of sums up the character
0: uh we, we missed a movie uh, trope. sorry P.L. is being an asshole. All right, go ahead.
1: P.L. is peeing. We'll be right back. Uh, you were saying that we missed a movie trope.
0: Oh, yeah. When they're killing the villagers, Jimmy says to uh, Victor, we didn't sign up for this.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're you're right. Jimmy, yeah. yes, you did.
0: It's a black ops. You're going to get your hands dirty. Are they black ops or are they mercenaries?
1: No, they're not. Uh, hmm. Because there's a no. military
0: presence there, they would fall under black ops?
1: Unless Stryker is impersonating an officer when he gets them in Vietnam, it, which makes no sense. It's highly unlikely. They are in cu- the custody of the army. Mm-hmm. So, unless he has an amazingly fle- fake identity, he is an army officer. It also makes sense why he's engaging with General Munson later. He's being funded by the military. Right. So, no, I think he is, you know, he's like a rogue officer. You know, yeah. he's got this skill set and he's got this niche. And it's one of those things where probably he doesn't show up on any T-O-N-E anywhere. Like, as a person and a group, he just doesn't show up. T-O-N-E. Table of organization and equipment, it kind of breaks out. Um, it's uh, Who's
0: got what? Military stuff?
1: It, it breaks out the organization, the staffing, the equipment of, unit, uh, of a unit. Of units, it, it's yeah, T O N E or T T O T E. Yeah,
0: uh, Agent Zero shoots, yeah, uh, Jimmy's cigar.
1: Yeah, so well, so he has the whole exchange with striker and in Stryker, he's like, Yeah, listen, um, I'm not interested, fuck off.
0: Uh, and it, it may be my favorite line in the entire movie: Your country needs you, I'm Canadian. <laughs>
1: That's right. That's right, yeah, that's right. to that's be right.
0: fair though, there is a major problem with that. They're in Canada. he could be doing it for his country,
1: yeah, l- listen,
0: he's, yeah he's American military. yeah, that's the only problem
1: we talked about it and we talked about it in X two. the fact that alkali the choice of Alkali Lake in the Canadian Rockies makes zero sense.
0: well, the like lo- location in this movie makes even less sense because it's not Alkali lake, yeah, y- <laughs> fucking waterfall.
1: Yeah, it's – the only reason we would call it Alkali Lake, because I'm trying to think, you don't see it. Striker doesn't refer to the name of the place. Only because of X2 do we know that it has to be Alkali Lake, but it makes no sense within this movie.
0: It's almost like they didn't pay attention to anything that happened before it.
1: Which is ironic, because they get the look of, like, the
0: oh, – Project H, yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, so now they're, they're driving. And this uh, – He he picks her
0: up. He picks her up at that moment where he looks at all the kids, and it almost feels like he's like, man, I wish I could have children. What's stopping you?
1: Yeah, maybe his mutation, maybe he's sterile. Well, you would think if he's been around that long, you would think, you know, he's an earthy guy. He must fuck. I mean, in
0: Days of future past, when he ends up in the 70s, he's been fucking all night.
1: That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, you would think he would have produced offspring. So maybe I wonder if that's ever addressed. Oh no, because in the in in Marvel Comics, he has a son who who's a villain.
0: Oh, the one with the stupid sleeve tattoo. Where I'm like, how does? I don't a, even know. How, what it like. how does someone with healing factor get a tattoo?
1: Yeah, Dakin. It's not Dakin because that's the rock, the metal band. But Dakin. D a k e n.
0: Dakin. Deacon. He was part of the Dark Avengers with uh, Norman Osborn as the Iron Patriot.
1: Yeah. He doesn't show up until 2007. So all the time up to that, like. Um, Whatever. Wolverine. Doesn't have to- yeah. Off-string. Any event. Yeah. It's a great callback to a classic Wolverine line from a bazillion comics. Oh,
0: they had to throw in Logan's uh, catchphrase. Because I'm the best there is at what I do. What I do best isn't very nice. There it is, and I was—I was like, did, you, did, "Did we need to put that in here? Is it like...
1: Yeah, it, we we did need it, right. and, it's, and it, yeah." So to be fair, I guess maybe the turn is later. I mean, because there's still good stuff here.
0: I groaned both times when he said it in both viewings of this. Uh, this is where we start to get a little shaky. Uh Kayla is—it's
1: story time
0: for some reason,
1: <laughs> and. Well, first, first, we've got the guys on the bridge, which is a scene oh, right, that I like. right,
0: right. We're still, uh, and so there's these
1: two guys on the bridge, and... It's a two-lane road. They're blocking both lanes, and they stopped in the middle of a bridge and got out of their cars in a chit-chat. Just the one guy
0: did. The other guy stayed in his car. He's at least smart. Oh, right. But the guy that gets out of the car, Jimmy gives a little two to the horn, and he <laughs> flips him off. I was like... Well, that was grossly unnecessary. Right. Jimmy's going to go fuck some shit up. Kayla's like, and he's like, I'm just going to ask nice.
1: You know, you're expecting like, oh, it's it's about to go down. And of course it doesn't because Kayla gets out of the car.
0: Just touches the, the guy on the shoulder and it's like, hey, boyfriend's got a big mouth. I
3: know. Big temper too. So please let us
0: pass. And it's like, how did you do that? Women's
1: intuition.
3: Female powers of persuasion. It's a gift.
1: Oh, God, I love the acting there. Uh, I love seeing Jimmy see her do that, right? And notice that something happened there is great.
0: They get home and suddenly it is, Jimmy needs a nighttime story before going to bed.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> and Kayla tells this story about the, uh, what was, what's the name of the...
1: I had to, yeah, it, I had to find it. It's... Co- co- <laughs> It's not Kuato from uh Total Recall. It's close. It's Que Kwe- Quequachu.
0: Quequachu. Yes. So she's telling the story about Quequachu and how it it loves the moon and it it pines for it and all this stuff. And at the end just like a typical dumbass male that was only half paying attention. <laughs> Jimmy mispronounces it and I does he say Kukukachu or what
1: he I think so. I think that I think that is the or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kachu got screwed she takes pity on him yeah just call it the Wolverine that's easier that's yeah, right
0: you dumb man
1: so uh you know daytime Logan's at work logging silver fox is driving alone so of course in the comics silver fox is the name of other agent that was you know managing um here so all my notes are like silver fox is two words but you're right it's kayla silver fox um silver fox is driving alone uh and she stops because Sabretooth is standing in the middle of the road we know enough about victor to know where this is headed you know
0: well it's about, if you don't you know by the fact that when he walks up to the car he tears a giant hole in the side in the hood of the car
1: the bag lady fingernails are out and yeah something bad's gonna happen
0: victor kills kayla
1: uh, Jimmy gets the bad feeling about this back at the logging camp. He finds, was it a wolf head? No, it wasn't that big.
0: It was a Wolverine head.
1: Oh, was it a wolf? Oh, it was a Wolverine head. Yep. Of course. That makes perfect sense. So he, the, but, but
0: does it Victor doesn't know about, Oh, the, is it a fox, head? fox? It looked like, no, a dog. It, no, it's a, it's a Wolverine head.
1: Oh, was it? Okay. All
0: yeah. right. And it's just like, wait, hang, I, I mean, I understand the symbolism, but Victor doesn't know about the story that Kayla told, or he shouldn't.
1: That's true. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a, You're right. You're right. That makes no sense. Um, so she he finds... Are we sure it's not a fox head? Oh, my
0: God. Are we really going to argue about this?
1: It makes sense if it's a fox head.
0: Todd, we are 30 minutes into this movie. <laughs> right, Can we...
1: Fuck, fuck that. Okay. Uh, yeah. He finds Kayla's body. And, of course, the Eye of God mm-hmm. shot.
0: Um, mm-hmm. Screaming to the Heaven. <laughs> Second best scream in a comic book movie that we'll review, I believe. What? Chris Reeves.
1: Oh. Okay, yeah. That's-
0: that, come on. Oh. that That is rip your heart
1: out and throw it on the floor and do you- a little dance oh, on good it. Good talent oh. is good talent. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so, of course, uh, Jimmy is now, in, he, he's going to find Victor.
0: The scene with the bar guy is great, with the bartender. You got insurance in this place? No?
3: Too bad.
1: Jimmy slams the double doors of this, you know, Canadian Rockies logging bar. Uh, it's a
0: barn that's been turned into a bar. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, uh, and it's like you know the the stools are literally tree stumps the bar is you know sl- you know planks of lumber um mm-hmm. and uh as the bar starts emptying out of course we we know what's happening the showdown's going to happen so first fight against somebody with powers
0: does not go well for jimmy <laughs> but fuck what a great fight i don't think jimmy gets a punch in
1: um he might
0: get one slash of his...
1: It's not entirely one-sided, but it's like Jimmy doesn't stand the
0: chance. But what he gets in, and Victor's like, oh, that was cute. All
1: right. In this fight, Victor is the older brother almost toying with younger brother.
0: 100%. And it ends with, oh, God, him breaking off his bone claws. Oh.
1: Bleh. He uh, stomps on his left claws, and they snap You know, a couple inches out of his... Of his uh, hand, yeah. My only
0: problem with that, though, is bones don't have pain receptors. Um, no, you're right. Uh, but are we treating them like they're 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 an animal? Sure. But let's talk about the logic of it, though. I mean, I'd rather spend time on this. Yeah. Than the rest of the movie is it that he like a dog or a cat? He yeah, has uh, quicks
1: in there. Let's say that. Yeah,
0: it obviously hurts him a lot, like an actual bone is broken, but. We're, when we break a bone, we don't react to the bone breaking. We react to the tissue and everything getting fucked up around it. Yeah, I assume I've never broken a bone.
1: Knock on wood. Me too. Yeah, and in fact, the pain is so intense that that Jimmy passes out.
0: So it's got there have got to be something in there to, sure. to make that. happen. I,
1: I like the idea that um, that they are they have a quick that there's that there's nerve t- tissue blood supply. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I think some
0: of this is covered in the Wolverine. I feel like...
1: They talk about the...
0: Time. I don't want to spoil too much, but I'll, I'll cut this. Jesus Christ, why?
1: <laughs> Maybe that's part of the mechanism that gives him the control over them that he has. Because he, like like yeah, yeah. he
0: can extend... Yeah, because he can extend one at a time. The yeah, exactly. So fast, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Logan wakes up in the hospital. Sure. Stryker is there. And
0: Logan's ready to be part of this experiment now that 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 he's got him for. So they take him to... Not Alkali like Alkali Waterfall.
1: So the waterfall is jarring, but it's not like a rainfall, like a rainforest waterfall. It is the Rockies. the 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 trees look right. I mean, it's the right kind of trees.
0: Right, it's a natural waterfall that just happens to be because there's an overflow of water on top of the mountain. Yeah, yeah. it's not like a river that leads to a
1: waterfall. Well, what they didn't do is it doesn't look like the Alkali Lake that we will see in X Men Two. That's
0: no, because the entrance and exit is at the top there, and at Alkali Lake, it's at the bottom of the mountain.
1: Oh. Oh, I see. Uh, I noticed that structure. So, is this even supposed to be, be Alkali Lake? It has to be because that's where that's where it happened. That's the room where it happened. So, um, yeah, you're right. It it makes no sense if you think about it. What they had to do in X Men Two to to film those like memory scenes of him and the generals on like the you know like the catwalk that looks over down looks down into the lab area with the...
0: Pool. Well, those were in X-Men 1 also. Oh, though. were
1: those in 1? Well, what yeah. they did in this movie, From X-Men 1 to
0: 2 to this, they're all... They're it's the same yeah. kind of idea. Yeah. and you would, Continuity there is pitch perfect. You
1: would think it would be harder to have gotten those elements right than it would be to just right. establish the lake. Like,
0: fly it Then whether or not it's at the top or the bottom yeah. of the lake. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, when there's that helicopter shot coming yeah. in, you see a lake at the bottom. So you're like... Okay, is that Alkali Lake? And we forgot up and down. I mean, uh, do we need to get Grover in here to teach us near and far again?
1: Yeah, it, yeah. Jesus, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird, it's a weird choice. Uh, who knows? Um, uh, somebody talks about an island.
0: Is this no, when? That's
1: later. That is. Uh, that's after this.
0: Somebody mentions it here too. It's mentioned twice because I wrote it down. And my next note after that is why
1: my reference, my, I, my first reference to the Island is when he reconnects with Wraith in the boxing gym. I didn't have a, uh, but maybe I missed it, but I didn't have a reference to the Island before that.
0: Yeah. Somebody mentions it and I'm, uh, is it supposed to be mirror
1: Island? No, it's three mile Island.
0: Right, it's, it becomes Three Mile Island, but I I feel like for the comic book nerds, because Mirror Island is very bad to mutants in the comics, um, it's where they're rounded yeah, up. Yeah,
1: yeah, but that's uh, later. That's
0: I, I, it's I, like we're Man. Yeah, is. that's but 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 yes, it's later in the continuity. Well, I mean, the X Men continuity is so fucked up. Like what continuity. Well, they've got a weird name for it, right? Like fluid continuity or something, where like. That's why, I like Magneto, is a Holocaust survivor, but he's like a young man in 2020. Yeah.
1: yeah, listen, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Um, but this um, sequence is so, really good. I, I like this sequence.
0: Yep, I'm still in. A, this is still a good movie. Uh, the the yeah. female uh, lab tech.
1: Yep, she
0: looks familiar.
1: I think she's supposed to be, but we have no clues to understand who that is i think she is supposed to be dr carol frost is that emma Frost? yeah oh no Mm. i you know i don't think she i don't think she matters i'm sorry i i think i was there was a later yeah they change it to frost but she's not the white queen emma frost
0: or even her mother or yeah, anything like that. Yeah.
1: It's, you no, know, it's, it's one of those, just, there's no logical linkage there.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, this, this whole sequence of him getting the, uh, the adamantium put in is really, really
1: M- might be one of the best, hard. like non action sequences of the, of the movie. Like it's,
0: he flatlines and everyone's like, Oh, it didn't work. And then he, his heart starts beating again and he comes up in full berserk. Yeah. It, it,
1: you know, it's this great concept. So, the metal, so why is he got to be submerged? Oh, because the metal, the adamantium is molten so it can flow around his bones. So it's, you know, hundreds of degrees.
0: Uh, it's supposed to be like counteracting that by cooling. Yeah, yeah. right.
1: And even, right. And even that is, uh, he, it's still going to be more pain than any human has ever endured. Uh, it's a, this wonderful sequence. And it's the moment that it turns where you see like the x-ray view or a fluoroscope view of of, uh, of Jimmy, right, with the, the traditional view of the skeleton that we'd expect from x-rays. And all of a sudden, the skeleton turns um, solidly opaque as if it became a dense metal that the x-rays couldn't penetrate. And so we know now the adamantium is bonded with all of his bones.
0: You know, for the longest time, well, when Wolverine first came around, the Claws were not in his body; they were just part of the suit that he I wore. I think
1: that was. Li- I think that literally might have literally only been like two issues. Like it was. It was right very when cool. he
0: first appeared in Incredible Hulk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then they're like, "Oh wait, this is stupid." Yeah, um, that's right. You're correct. Yes. So when he lost his adamantium during Executioner's song in the nineties, you nah. were out by this point.
1: Uh, and I have I stepped back into it a couple times to see what was happening. I got to be honest with you. I did not like Bone Claws. I did not like Feral Wolverine.
0: I didn't like Feral Wolverine, but the Bone Claws completely make sense.
1: Because they do why
0: make- else would they ju- be like, oh, we're going to cover your um- – uh, we're going to cover your entire skeleton in, in this indestructible metal. Oh, and we're also going to give you knives for hands. Sure. Okay. Like, how drunk is Stryker when he's making this plan? I, I will admit. It makes agree. sense. That it had to have been something already there.
1: They, they do, I think they do a good job of getting us to the adamantium claws. You know, I don't love the bone claws, but they, but they make sense. And especially when you see Sabretooth and the way his mutation you know, presented itself, Mm -hmm. Uh, it works really well. And it works here and the transformation is great. And that shot of him popping up in, in, you know, Wolverine as berserker is, is a concept that, you know, kind of goes back, you know, almost, you know, almost all the way to his origins. Uh, Mm -hmm. Boy, if this is a better berserker sequence than like, than when he goes berserk in X-Men two, when the troops assault the mansion,
0: this is a better berserker sequence than we get in X Men Apocalypse,
1: which I haven't seen. But uh, yeah, it's, not looking forward to that. But this, I, I, so as I'm thinking through this, this might be the best berserker scene bar Logan.
0: Bar yeah. bar, let <laughs> was gonna say aside from everything in Logan. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I feel like even that shot was so heavy in the marketing. You're sitting in the. Either in the movie theater or you know you got it from Redbox. You're like, fuck yeah! Now we're getting the fucking Wolverine.
0: Movie. Still, I'm still into this movie at this point.
1: Yeah, the escape is
0: great. I love the escape. Walk naked Wolverine running through the forest. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: it was funny. So we uh, we both watched it on Stars on Demand, and uh the warning for um, brief nudity came up. I was like, who is nude in this? Oh, it's Hugh Jackman's ass. Oh,
0: yeah, it's just a little tushy.
1: Um, he does the Richard Kimball I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> and he does the Peter Pan uh, off the waterfall into Alkali Lake. Which again, yes. Now I see. I was not understanding the up and down. Yes, he's a top. So how did he get down? You're right. It makes no sense.
0: And also, um, that's what I was going to say. We can now call him Logan because he gets new dog tags that's in right. the scene, and the uh, his code name is Wolverine. Ooh, that's right. So, do you know who the, the, this old couple is supposed to be?
1: It's Ma and pa Kent. No, it's <laughs> it's Ma. Wait, wait, it's Ma and pa Kent, Please,
0: <laughs> no, it's Guardian and Vindicator from Alpha Flight.
1: First of all, I love Alpha Flight, but they, they're fucking old. That makes no sense.
0: I know it's just in name only. Their names are the names from
2: Alpha Flight.
1: Oh, uh, How, Hadley. Hardly?
2: It's Hedley. Hedley Lamar.
1: James Hudson. 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 Um, James Hudson, and I can't remember what Vindicator's name was. Valerie? Might have been.
0: So yeah, they're supposed to be Guardian and Vindicator.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, Heather McNeil Hudson.
0: Yeah. He- Heather. I was way off.
1: <laughs> yeah, not Valerie.
0: Valerie's not even close.
1: <laughs> um, the first, I think it's the first 24 issues of Alpha Flight Volume 1 written in and drawn by John Byrne, this Canadian Avengers team—that's th- twenty-four issues of some of the best comics ever published, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, so it was, it was Guardian, Vindicator,
1: Sas. Vindicator's not there yet. That's oh, right. right,
0: Guardian, Sasquatch,
1: Shaman, Aurora, North Star, Puck,
0: North Star, Puck,
1: and uh, the the fish lady
0: and North star first uh, gay comic book character.
1: Yes. Not gay when he first appeared, but later, but he was the first official. Yes.
0: That's right. right. But that mainstream, I bet I'm sure there were gay comic book characters in, in other uh, publishings, but mainstream.
1: Sure. 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 Um, man, those, that's a great run that I think I have those as digital comics. That's such a fun
0: little, uh, 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 Easter egg.
1: Yeah, I mean, except it, I mean, I, I guess, yeah. It does
0: nothing but have you go, oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah, okay,
0: all right, all right okay. Um, because, uh, spoiler alert, they ain't long for this movie. Uh,
1: but they do some important things, right? So first of all, they offer him um, hospitality and friendship.
0: <laughs> I love when they're driving up and they see him jump the fence and run in.
3: I think there's a naked man in the barn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking great. And he goes in there. You're like,
1: what in the hell are you doing? It's cold. cold. It's a great little sequence.
0: And is then ruined by the next sequence. So they bring him in. They give him some of his son's clothes. He's in the bathroom. He pops his claws again. And oh my God, I don't understand why they look so
1: bad. What happened? They look incredibly bad in that scene. Yes. Because they are notably bad in that scene, which almost makes me... Wonder, They're notably
0: CG. What happened to the real ones that he wore? Like, I understand when he pops them, they need to be CG, but there's a cut in there where they could have put his real ones on him.
1: The goon was walking through. I tried to get him to sit down and watch mm-hmm. this with me. He wouldn't, which I don't blame him, but he, he walked through at this point and he started ragging on the claws. I was like, he's like, the CGI is so bad. I was like... And of course,
0: I'm like you're not you wrong. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Especially watching it in 4K. I don't know what uh, star streams in. If,
1: it, it streams in HD, I didn't get the 4K.
0: The HD. Yeah. So, but it's up converting it a little, so it's putting it like super crisp. <laughs> it looks so shitty. It is it is embarrassingly bad. They look like cartoon claws. It's up there with the rock in the mummy returns. Like it is that shitty of a CGI. Yeah,
1: the sparking, I don't understand. Two pieces of metal don't spark. So I, I don't understand why they're doing the Highlander uh, sword sparking.
0: Especially Anamantium.
1: That's right. That's right. Um, they feed him dinner um, and, of course, offer him a place to stay. He can sleep for the night in the barn.
0: Nothing you can break
1: out there. But he's got a cot out there in the barn, and it's great. So you used to own a
0: motorcycle, right? I did. I owned a Harley. Did you Did you do all your, your deep thinking sitting on your part?
1: Fuck, yeah. I did every shot is so stupid. I did everything I could on that Harley. Whoa, that is a 1964 Harley David Harley Davidson FLH, um, which is okay. a which was a panhead. Um, it's a big beefy motorcycle with the the big beefy front forks and everything. It's when when somebody
0: says a hog, that you think of that style of motorcycle. Yeah, like that's yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's. You don't fuck around on that Yeah, it's
1: so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Pa Kent gives him not just the clothes from his son, but gives him the leather jacket that, of course, will be his iconic leather jacket.
0: This is where the movie starts to unravel. Like, Mm -hmm. the claws, the stupid shot of him sitting on the motorcycle like that. Here's a jacket that you'll wear in... In uh, X Men One, we need to you know explain how you got this jacket. It
1: starts to feel a little shoehorned. Yeah,
0: it's like uh, how we find out how Solo gets his last name in Solo. It's unnecessary.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, So as Ma Kent brings in uh, breakfast on a tray, the orange juice shatters as we realize she's been shot through her abdomen, and way back on the hill up above the the barn is agent zero with a sniper rifle and he calls it in that how uh, or logan is in weapon x is in the barn he's just murdered two civilians liar this is a sequence that is stupid oh it's the stupidest <laughs> and on on paper it should be cool right like it's helicopter versus motorcycle couple of humvees can we just fast forward so logan is on top of a humvee uh, Agent Zero forces a rocket launch at the Humvee, and as just before the rocket hits the Humvee and detonates, Logan goes, "Oh, surprised!" and leaps as the blast propels him up through up up to the helicopter. <laughs> as his metal claws slice the the rotor, and he lands on the roof of the helicopter, like it's a, it,
0: it, it it crashes, and as he's...
1: and movie nope
0: sorry it crashes he's walking away from it he sees agent zero is still alive but like trapped almost like uh Talia al ghoul style <laughs> he, like he's like yeah in this weird position
1: I think he suffered a spinal cord injury I think he's paralyzed sure, but he's
0: yeah. alive that's the important thing he's alive because as he's walking away for some reason gasoline is on <laughs> the ground like it could not have traveled that far it's not on a hill. It's not even on a slight incline. It's a fl- it's fucking Canada. It's flat land.
1: It's the second stupidest logical gaff in
0: the movie. We haven't hit the first one yet, but I'll... oh, I know what you're talking about too. But yeah, and uh, again, is that why they show that his claws make sparks so he can just take his claw and flip it on the I, ground? I,
1: I guess, but I mean, listen, he 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 could he could light the cigar and. He you know he could turn back and like hold up the ch- the shitty cigar, light it and then drop that into the fuel. Because he's the one that made fun of the shitty cigars. Exactly. Could,
0: they all could have gotten like uh souvenirs. <laughs> like they all could have gotten like a special the forces uh, uh, communism. uh Zippos. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: a Zippo and he could have thrown that down something. The only reason this is here is so that we can get that action movie trope of slowly walking away from an explosion. Even it only works in this movie because he has healing factor. Anyone else, inside's turn to jelly. Have you have you seen the heart locker? That's what happens.
1: It's the uh, the other guys is the best walking away from an explosion ever in the movies. Or not walking away, but but outside the explosion, best ever. I've
0: never seen it, remember.
1: You've never seen the other guys? Oh my god. With Mick go Farrell and every Mark. i C R I'm, I'm sorry. No, seriously. Yes. We Uh, talked about it during. um, Somebody walking away from an explosion because Will Ferrell specifically addresses this.
0: No, Batman (laughs) Returns because you were talking about uh, him talking about uh, the sexual assault thing. He's like, no, but seriously, ladies, walk in pairs. (laughs)
1: That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. Michael Keaton, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right, yeah. Uh, I'll watch
0: the other guys when you fucking watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang.
1: Okay, done, all right, great. I will report back once I've watched it. Now is he Stryker? Now Stryker knows that he's (laughs) fucked up, he's made, because of course, before he, Logan, exploded the helicopter, he grabs the radio from Agent Zero, and he does the... I don't know who you are, but I do know that I have a a particular set of skills.
0: That was my Liam Neeson, that was it.
1: Oh, I it was fabulous. You motherfucker. Before the helicopter explodes, as 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 Agent Zero is paralyzed and helpless and calling into Striker, Logan grabs the radio and does his Rambo 2 moment. Murdoch, I'm coming for you. And Stryker poops his pants a little bit there. How how fast can we move through hunting him down? All right. So so, anyways, Stryker knows that he's so he does two things.
0: He's looking for another mutant. He doesn't say who at this point.
1: The two things I was talking about is he arms himself with a big ass revolver with adamantium bullets. Mm-hmm. They won't they won't kill Logan, but they will destroy his memory. And he holds up a shell, a shell would not look like that. It has this ridiculously sharpened point. So clearly it's designed to penetrate the adamantium. And the other thing he does that's important is he gives the order that the facility has been compromised, and basically it's got to go.
0: Oh, that's it. Yeah, he's he, the young mutant has been located. And do we cut there or do we, we go? to—
1: Nope, we cut right there to a young man with some rose-colored glasses.
0: Rose-colored glasses that would not stop his optic blast. It has to cover that's, the sides. They're aviators. There's all uh, this open space here. I don't think... Uh, um, Every time he wears any anything beyond no, the visor, it's
1: all... No, it's not true. There's, there's plenty of times in the comics when he... Because actually, when he goes out in public, because Scott Summers has a civilian identity, he yeah. wears rose-colored glasses. They're rose-colored
0: not rapp- glasses, but they But they cover nope. here. You no. fucking son of a bitch. Th-
1: that part, actually, they get really right. Like uh, So it must be like what he's focusing on. Like it's not like every direction; it's the direction he's looking. You see him all over the place in civilian clothes, and he wears, you know, what looked like eyeglasses that, you know, only through careful examination we see have red lenses. righty. yeah, but but that makes sense though for for that era that you're talking about. You're right; that was the look, but well established, you know, established well before that.
0: Takes place in the. Are we in the seventies by this point? Are we still? Late 60s.
1: Well, uh, mm, so Vietnam, Vietnam ends, what, 71, 72? Mm-hmm. he. he Let's say that that's still during the active phase of the war. He It's six years later. I'm saying late 70s. Like
0: 76?
1: Uh, pro- I'm thinking 78. Let's say 78.
0: So there's a possibility that Logan has seen Star Wars.
1: <laughs> yes yes although i gotta be honest with you i don't think he's uh i don't think he's a cinephile <laughs> not gonna lie that's fair i, I think I, I think he still can't believe when they made the switch to the talkies so
0: <laughs> yeah um so uh after after we get a little scene where scott uh has a headache so obviously is sent to the principal's office mm-hmm. i think you meant to say nurse's office
1: Yeah, I don't think that teacher really gives a shit, which is probably unfortunate.
0: Yeah. So we cut to Logan visiting John, explaining everything that's going on. John lives in Las Vegas, and he says, you know, I've got Fred Dukes here. But I got to
1: warn you,
2: he developed a bit of eating disorder. We all got our coping mechanisms. But
0: the problem is, in the earlier scenes, if you look at Fred Dukes when they're on the elevator, he's only like two inches taller than Stryker, who is about the same height as logan okay but in this sequence he is blob size he is you know seven foot tall he's got he's got a lot of height on logan and it's never explained
1: i didn't think he was that tall in the comics
0: Blob's a big Uh, guy yeah he's he's fat and he's uh, tall
1: he's fat i didn't think he was that i didn't think he was like so juggernaut is like seven feet tall or eight feet tall i didn't think blob was that tall but i could i could be totally wrong i could be totally wrong in that no
0: he's only five foot ten inches okay and the first frequently asked question is blob a cannibal well in the ultimate universe he is
1: is he really he eats oh i've never re- i've never read ultimate x-men kitty pride oh does she fit fa- she phase it- does she phase out of it no, unfortunately, oh, she does yeah.
0: not. He, it, it's a, all about this um, thing where some some horrible accident happens, and they find Blob, and he's in this thing. He's just like chewing on a deceased <laughs> Kitty pride. You're like, what the fuck am I reading?
1: Fuck, Jesus Christ! Ooh, that's horrible. Okay, well, I didn't need to think about that.
0: He he meets up with with Fred. Fred's not going to tell him where the island is. He starts to walk away, and he goes, "Come on, Bub,
3: for old times' sake, huh?"
0: Fred turned around. Did you just call me Blob? And again,
1: another nod. You know, in the comic books, Wolverine's calls everybody Bub. so it was just a great little
0: right because because uh, uh, John's like, "Why'd you call him Blob?"
3: I didn't call him Blob. I said Bob.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, Which
0: we talked about in X-Men One, but it, it, it stands to be brought up again that apparently Hugh Jackman sprinkled bubs all throughout the movie and they had to go through and cut them all out and just have the one on Liberty Island. No kidding. Right. Because it wasn't earned. It's earned when it happens in in on the island when he jumps down to to face off against Saber Jesus. Yeah. I'm not finished with you yet. We oh, said everything that he says in the comics.
1: That's true. It, you know that's true. It's the same buildup that we when when Cap says Avengers assemble. Sorry to. get oh to god, calm the that. fuck
0: down. We're not, we're not even close to there. Did you do Endgame? Okay. Yeah, let's just do Endgame and confuse our audience.
1: <laughs> our audience has seen those movies. Why would we do have they? they? Have? Sure. Yes, they have. They're great. They're the greatest comic book superhero movies ever. So, oh, 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 shots fired. Sorry. All right.
0: Let <laughs> our audience uh, tell you that you're wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, but okay. So in the comics, Blob is five ten, but Fred Dukes in this has to be like six seven. He towers it's over Hugh Jackman.
1: Oh yeah. Um, Do you think that maybe? So it's not explained. But Mm -hmm. clearly, something happened physically to Fred between the last time we saw him and when we see him now. Is it possible that he grew in height as well as, you know, 400 pounds? So
0: by this point in the comics, they started doing the bullshit secondary mutation and taking the less popular characters and adding something interesting to them, like the White Queen, instead of just being uh, telekinetic. She now can... Have diamond skin. I'm just like, oh, who yeah. gives a fuck?
1: So that's your, so that's the post Claremont era. Is that the Jim it, Lee era?
0: It's post Jim Lee. No, this was like, this was like 2005. Oh, 2005. Yeah. So maybe and they're does, doing that here.
1: Again, that's the problem with these characters that run so long. You, you know, to find new ways to tell interesting stories, you have to s- essentially start doing stupid shit. And that's what's oh, happening.
0: Like putting uh, the Dark Knight in a bright blue metal. Costume? Did you see this bullshit? What he's going to start wearing in the comics?
1: No, 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 no. That's the the best comics right now are not Marvel or DC. You know, they're they're these smaller companies that are telling more interesting and more original stories. One hundred percent. What else do you want to talk about? I mean,
0: Scott gets kidnapped by Victor, and then during the boxing match between Logan and Fred, Fred lets out. Uh, and a uh, prisoner escaped there once. Uh, his name was
1: Remy LeBeau. He was a, a street hustler from New Orleans. The, the, the guards at, at the prison called him Gambit because he kept taking all their money at poker. That's all I know. So they
0: take their bikes from... Here, here, here's a bit of logic that, that doesn't work. <laughs> from Vegas to New Orleans. The, your, your ass is sore for days. That's what she said. That's what who said. I never know.
1: Wait, can we talk about how much they fuck up Cyclops though? Sure. So, as you know, as everyone knows, Cyclops optic blasts are concussive force blasts. They are not fucking lasers. How many times do I have to rant about this? Th- they're not lasers. They're they concussive. They
0: don't have
1: heat
0: yeah, yeah. They Well, they <laughs> they heat something up later in this movie.
1: But the. Th- they, they should shouldn't. they not. shouldn't
0: no they shouldn't they're, they yeah it's they a it's not. a concussive blast
1: Concu- that's right thank you
0: yeah. uh, no i'm i'm with you i i read the comics That's fucking not burned anything down with them
1: no. no and and like look you can do the same thing he can wreck the school with the blast with the force of the blast it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be heat lasers it's so stupid it's 100%. not it's not superman they're not fucking eye lasers well, uh, I first of all,
0: well with Superman, that's heat vision, but you know. same fucking thing. Is it? I'll, yes. let Colin, I'll let Colin tell you how it isn't. <laughs> same thing. So uh, they, he, they end up at this uh, casino type establishment in New Orleans, and uh, just you know, textbook sorry. stupid introduction to a character. Are you Remy LeBlanc? Do I do the money? No. Then no. I'm him.
1: <laughs> and they then, also have you, you, you got. Don't, blob, you don't
0: have Gambit. <laughs> you well, <got> <laughs> Taylor Kid Kitt, Taylor Kitsch just didn't have Gambit. His accent is oh, fucking bored. It is like textbook bad.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're 100 right. Because 100% right. like the guy on you. You
0: ever watch the old animated series from the the nineties? No. Uh, that guy was doing a full cage on accent and talking like this, and then you're just like. Yeah, okay. I get what you're doing. It's bad, but right. at least it's consistent. There are lines where he'll be like, "Hello, I'm Remy LeBeau. Nice to meet you." And uh, by the way, and you're just like,
1: "What? What is going on with your accent, man?" Yeah, he's. It's not what you would call good. Um, I would suggest the better part of this scene is happening in the alley where Wraith has gone out back to make sure Remy can't you know run on him, and of course he runs into Sabretooth. I think. I think Wraith
0: knew Sabretooth was following them. There should have been some sort of cause he's because when he's like, Oh, I'm gonna go scope out back, and then when he realize when he sees Logan sit down, he leaves like okay, he's distracted, I can go now.
1: Oh, I I didn't I didn't read that at all. I didn't read that at all. I don't think he's I don't think he knew he was coming. I think he he clearly knows that Victor is hunting them down. Bradley. Yeah, because because he, yeah. he says, you know, uh, so I, I ain't Bradley or not I'm not scared of you like Bradley or, wh- or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but I don't think I don't think I didn't read anything in there that said that he knew he was gonna be there. But I think this like when he shows up, he's like, Okay, well listen, I'm not Bradley. You know, this is gonna go different. Yeah, Which this fight's is pretty fun. good. Except th-
0: I didn't it's, notice it the last time, but every time uh John teleports, it's like the layers of his body teleport. You really get it later. When another character has inherited his powers and he, and he teleports like you can see the teeth for a second before the rest of it goes. And you're just like, Oh,
1: pool Does that? I didn't yeah. layer. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Um, I would say that, uh, they did a really good job. So first of all, I don't think, I'm trying to think is Wraith a comic book character. I don't think he is.
0: I think he's like morph. I think he's here just for the storyline.
1: Oh, Kestrel. I uh, shows up in Wolverine volume two, number 60, which was 92. Oh, I take that back. Oh, okay. okay. All, right. All right. John Wraith. Oh, Kestrel, which is a kind of bird, right? It's an Kestrel kind of bird. It's a hunting. It's a Falcon. Yep. Okay. Um, they do a pretty good job of capturing. Now we've already seen Nightcrawler on film. Sadly, only one film, but mm, they, well, they we
0: have, at this point we have, we'll get two yeah. more of them.
1: Right. But, I like, they do a really good job of, and it explains why Wraith isn't afraid of Sabertooth. Wraith has developed a fighting style that takes advantage of his, you know, seemingly uh, total control over teleportation. He's like, I'll punch you here, and then I'm on the other side of you. So as you've turned, I'm not there. But unfortunately,
0: as Victor points out, he's predictable.
1: He's predictable. And And after
0: like, maybe a dozen punches, he grabs his fucking spine.
1: Uh, it's horrifying.
0: Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Cause you see like, he's, he's like kind of teleporting in, in parts of him. And every once in a while, you can see Victor's hand around his spine. You're like,
1: Oh my God. And of course, Victor, it, it's not enough that, you know, Victor is, you know, unlike a predator that's killing to eat, Victor is sadistic, right? He mm-hmm. takes pleasure in the kill. Um and uh, and we see this here. He he lets Wraith suffer for a minute before he does rip his spine out. It's oh, god. It's great. I mean, it's again, Sabretooth is a wonderful villain. Um so Logan comes out, sees Sabretooth, um and he's like, "Oh, it's fucking go time. I don't have to I don't have to hunt you down. You're right fucking here." When he
0: pops his claws for the first time, does he say "Ooh, shiny"? He does, <laughs> and then he's like, "You even know how to kill me? I'm gonna cut your goddamn head off. See if that works."
1: Gambit, of course, he's like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And he gets an elbow to the face or a back fist.
0: He gets the so Batman back fist, and and this- dear dear writing team and director. That's the end of Gambit. <laughs> Gambit should not show up again.
1: Well, he shows up again in what is the worst logical hole in the movie. So, presumably he drops at Logan's feet in the alleyway.
0: In the same alleyway that they are in for this entire fight.
1: Sure, he's right there. If we set the rest of the shitty writing aside, um I like the fight here with Wolverine and Sabretooth. Wolverine, it's a different fight than when they fought at the Canadian bar. And like, and I think uh, Victor sees this as well. like yeah,
0: Victor's relying on his brute force, and he's seeing that he can't just like break a, an el- his uh, arm or anything because it's adamantium.
1: Yeah, and uh, the, the tone of this fight is is different. Um, and it's good. I, until this stupid fucking moment where all of a sudden, from like two buildings away, Gambit is on top of these rooftops and comes running and jumps all the way down into this alley with like a like a ground strike that that knocks them both back as Logan's about to kind of you know finish off Victor what the fuck
0: all right before we continue talking about this terrible movie let's hear about other shows on the night shift radio network that get to talk about stuff they don't hate
2: mostly You're listening to a Night Shift Radio production. Nightshift Radio is a modern media company, bringing you shows that entertain, inform, and most importantly, provide an escape. Never Heard of It dives into the world of bad, obscure, and sometimes just weird movies. Follow along with the crew of Set Condition One as they experience the 2004 sci-fi hit Battlestar Galactica one episode at a time. Each week on Left of the Dial, we explore a new record or revisit an old favorite, We'll bring in guests to talk about their own music and the state of the industry. The Superpod Cast, Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. They draw a random comic-inspired movie from Thor's helmet and offer thorough, insightful, and humorous commentary. And once a month, tune into the Storyteller series and get lost in the magic of a good old-fashioned radio drama. Learn more about these fine shows at nightshiftradio.com and subscribe on your favorite platform.
0: everything about Gambit is wrong. Like the only thing they get right is he's in New Orleans (laughs) and his, (laughs) and his uh, playing card throwing is very much from the comic.
1: Actually, that's true. And not only is it from the comics, it actually, that's done really well. Like he has this, now in the comics, he doesn't have this like magical control over the card. He can't,
0: he can't do like this, but he definitely like can take a card and throw it and
1: Yeah, in the charging with energy. Uh-huh. That's a-
0: right before their fight starts, his eyes turn black with a red. And that's out of the comics. But the reason his sure. eyes are that way is because one of Gamut's other powers is charm.
1: Oh, I don't know that I was aware of that.
0: It's the same idea that well spoilers for the end what Kayla can do but he does not have to come in contact it's the color of his eyes i think make it so that he can
1: hmm. sweet talk okay. you sweet talk you all right in the ground strike of course um victor gets away and and logan is beside himself however okay. gambit has um uh, information that's valuable he has escaped from the island it's three mile island um, and he's willing to take Logan there.
0: We get a little, uh, Easter egg here.
1: The collection of mutants.
0: Yeah. You know who Stryker's looking at?
1: His son, right? Uh, Jason.
0: Yeah. the the eyes they give it away. He's got the one blue, one brown.
1: Right. 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 Got it. Okay. Um, we indeed- see that
0: Wade was not killed like we thought, but has been made into a super soldier almost.
1: Did we? Did we think he was dead? Why did oh, we yeah. think he was dead? Um, did Striker him?
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh, he
1: said like Victor or, no, no, no. Wade
0: Victor, or something. Yeah, Vic. Yeah, Striker's like he's he's gotten Bradley. He's gotten Wade.
1: Got it.
0: You know. Okay. He said, he said something. Or he said something like, uh, "Bradley was at least killed mercis- uh, mercifully, better than I can say for Wade," or something like. I'll drop Got the it. actual line in right here. Bradley was killed three days ago. Wade right before that. <laughs> sewing of, of of Wade's mouth is stupid and how they come up with the Deadpool name is just like, it's like the one, two punch of guys. Have you read a fucking Deadpool comic?
1: It's almost like, well, that's the comics we're making the movies. We're different. It's almost like the whole thing with, uh, when Kevin Smith talks about the Superman thing, like we can't have a cape. I want him to have like, Baggy jeans and like, well, no, Superman has a fucking oh, page.
0: John what Peters is uh saying? the most vile description for anything.
1: It would not be wrong if you fucking rage quit the movie when we get to Deadpool. You would not be wrong.
0: I want to know where what scene made Gavin walk out. I'm one I don't know if it's this. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about in the alley fight? When Logan takes out a fucking uh, <laughs> Escape ladder by just going like this with his claws. So from this point on in the movie, we are now watching someone play a video game. It is you need to go to this point. There's some dialogue, and then there's a fight, and then yes. that person gets you to another point, and then there's dialogue and Wait, a fight.
1: Back up when Wraith shows up in Vegas. From that point on, it is rarely-
0: X Men Origins Wolverine, the video game.
1: I agree, a hundred percent. Yep, absolutely. Um, so, Stryker is in this, you know, secret base on Three Mile Island. Sabretooth comes in and all he wants is what Jimmy got. But Stryker has to give him the hard truth. Victor, please. You can't let him go. You can't beat him, Victor. Give me the adamantium. Test we out. had a deal! He would never survive the operation. And that is, like, crushing to him, right? Like, I'm, I'm as strong as him. Anything he can take, I can take. Nope, you fucking can't. So,
0: for some reason... Wade can take it because he gets to uh, Baraka blades from Mortal Kombat.
1: Yeah, but he only got the blades inserted. He didn't have his whole skeleton that's, coated. That's and the, the blades were already forged and surgically implanted. Mm-hmm. He didn't have the adamantium yeah. injected.
0: But it's, it's also oh, yeah. like I, I, I seem to remember thinking that for some reason, at some point, Sabretooth showed up with adamantium fingernails.
1: Oh, I'm I'm sure he did. It's some shitty part of. But that. I
0: thought in this movie that happened.
1: Well, oh no, no he I, does
0: that. I, I watched the movie, unfortunately. Um, but I just I have this memory, and it, it and that's like should have been Victor's argument. Like, hey, I don't need all my bones covered. I don't even need claws to pop out. Just make these adamantium. Yeah, I can survive that process. Like there there could have been a bigger conversation about this. But cutscenes can't be that long in video games. Yeah,
1: that would not have fixed what's wrong with this movie. So you're, you're right. They could have done that, but it, you know, it wouldn't have made for a better movie.
0: Logan shows up. He's rip shit pissed. Uh, there's some fighting that happens. And then.
1: He's not the only one who shows up, though.
0: Oh, yeah. That's Kayla shows up. She's alive. She's alive? And she's working for Striker. Motherfucker. And they explain how they gave her a. Uh, um, I don't even know. This is not a real thing, right? What's that? This 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 serum that you can give people to slow their heart beat down to one beat per minute.
1: Uh, so I don't know about
0: that. There are things to slow heart rates down, but not to one.
1: Well, but they kill you. I mean, that's what heroin does. Like, there's a variety of drugs that'll do that. the 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 the, the magic is finding the one that doesn't kill you. Yeah, you're right.
0: My my question is: Logan has heightened senses, right? We've seen it it in this universe. He smelled out. mystique in
1: he in the first x-men movie so he should yeah that should not have worked it's a horrible plot hole. And in fact it's a three mile island size plot hole in yeah. this movie <laughs> yeah he, you know that is a consistent strength he has that fails him for no logical reason yeah you're right you'd be off. fucking with silver fox and giving her like hypnosis plus the ability to alter memories like you'd be better off like he recognized it and she any well
0: or on the other side like i let my guard down i wasn't constantly looking for the bad you know i'll never let that in the speech he gives in a second that could have been part of it
1: yeah that's true that's true
0: so he gives
3: his whole speech story you told me about the man who gets flowers for the moon i had it backwards I thought you were the moon, and I was your Wolverine. But you're the trickster, aren't you? I'm just the fool that got played. worst part of it is I should have known, but I ignored my instincts. I ignored what I really am.
0: And that won't ever happen again. He walks away, and
1: movie. Oh, wait. There's more. Yeah.
0: (laughs) There's like three parts at the end of this movie where I was like, oh, and we're done. We're not done.
1: It is Game of Thrones. starts off so strong and then just devolves into this fucking mess that makes no sense and is shitty and doesn't respect the characters. Yeah, it's it's fucking Game of Thrones. (laughs) So Kayla and...
0: (laughs) So Kayla and... Uh, Logan, free all the kids, including uh, Kayla's sister, who is not White Queen, but just happens to have the diamond power.
1: That's right. That was the one they were teasing with, uh, but uh-huh. pulled back from. Yeah.
0: Yep. As they're running down these hallways, Scott suddenly hears, go and he's like, "I think we should go left." And this, this, this is also a major problem with this movie. She turns around, Kayla's little sister, and goes, um, you're blind. And I would have gone, "Um, I'm a fucking mutant. How do you know I can't? <laughs> like, they're all like, mutants. Your skin turns right. to diamonds. Come on. The
1: uh, the hard oh, to believe.
0: That's right. It's, it's just, it. it's a stupid, stupid part of the movie with her going, you're blind. It's one of many stupid parts. Yeah.
1: Um, so uh, Wade, who is now known as Eleven, because of course, well, kind Stryker. of Stryker calls him Deadpool at one point. He he calls him Deadpool earlier, but from that, but then he's eleven. Yeah, right? he's weapon 11, eleven. Yeah, right. Which which you know is great because it. I remember when it happened in the comics. I think it was early '90s. It was right before I. It was after I had reapproached comics, and right before I stopped again. But when Wolverine got his own, uh, uh what was the name of that? fictional city, Kajpur or whatever it was
0: where he would uh, be patch.
1: Yeah. Patch that mm-hmm. whole era. Um, we started to get the pieces, the whole weapon X thing.
0: Weapon X project age. Yeah.
1: Yeah. X as an unknown. No, no, no. X is the room in numeral 10. And of course Deadpool is one better. He got everything he needed. He's weapon 11 XI. Yeah. It's which It
0: was, was Wade Wilson in the comics part of project. H,
1: yes, I uh, I think so. I think and technically,
0: so. Captain America is part of.
1: No, no, that's a retcon.
0: No, no, no. No, I'm sorry. He's part of the American version of it, and the Canadians tried to. The beginning of Project H was to make it a, a Canadian super soldier,
1: which is a ret, Yeah, which is all retconned. In. Oh, I that's, thought that's. No, the vindicator
0: was or a uh, uh, Guardian. I thought Guardian was a uh, part of Project H no. as a.
1: No, because Guardian has original. Guardian has no powers. It's a suit. It's all suit. Oh, he's, it's a, oh. He's actually it's Canadian Iron Man
0: with a big old maple leaf on.
1: <laughs> combination of Iron Man and Cap because he's he's actually not the scientist. Well, he's a scientist, but he's not at Tony's level. But he's the leader of the.
0: Team. He didn't create the suit. The government created it, right? There, uh, uh, Alpha Flight's a government funded team, right?
1: Government funded team. James did create the suit, but. Uh, he's not at the level like Tony Stark, but yeah, but okay,
0: yeah. Wade and, and Logan start fighting and Victor shows up and they're tag teaming. They go back to back again. For some reason, Scott shows up.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: heats heats up, uh, Logan's claws, which that's not how that works. Your optic blast do not heat things. Nope let alone the most indestructible metal on the planet. Nope. Yeah. Um, like the, like the heat level that that would have to be like, because yeah, uh, it, it's, just, it's yeah it I don't want to get into how stupid it is. It's stupid. It's stupid. But he, he, he cuts off Wade's head. Wade goes falling into the, uh, the smokestack of the nuclear the cooling power tower. plant. Yep. And the cooling tower.
1: And yeah. the, you know, the decapitated heads' eyes are still open, and the beams are still firing. It's the—I mean, by this point, you're like, "Yeah, sure, of course, yeah, why not?" That makes as much sense as any fucking thing else I've seen so far.
0: And, and Victor jumps off and is okie dokie, and then <laughs> Logan jumps off. At least he's smart; like he's jumping normal, and right before he hits, he cannonballs himself. So when he hits the ground, it's all like absorbed, almost into the into the uh, adamantium skeleton. Yeah.
1: Um, but he is planned poorly because a massive chunk of the cooling tower is about to crush him when who should do a fucking incredible Hulk leap onto this uh, masonry fucking gambit. God damn it. And it's, you're right. This is video game time. Cause that's what it looks like.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, and then uh, how about, uh, you know, as shitty as the claws looked in the, in the beginning, how about the, Garbage digital de aging of Patrick Stewart.
1: It, it's yeah. There's so much to hate in the movie, and it's all backwarded. Helicopter
0: lands. You see a bald head. He projects the thought into
3: all of them. It will be all right, Scott. My name is Charles Xavier.
0: I'm a mutant like you. And they get on the thing, and you never have to see. Sure.
1: It could have been Superman at the end of the day. It could have been, oh, like, yeah. that's all to your point. Just show us the 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 back of a bald head. Oh, it's Professor Eck. Yeah,
0: like. yeah. The CGI, the digital de-aging of him, looks like if Patrick Stewart gave a shit about his looks in that way and got some really bad plastic surgery and instead he, of just being great like he did. He, yeah. Yeah. He looks like he went to Kenny Rogers, plastic surgeon.
1: It's no, it's no Kurt Russell's ego. I'll tell you that. It's it's definitely not that.
0: Well, they didn't have to do much for him because Kurt Russell is aged like a fine
1: wine. And also not digital, digitally de-aged. That's no. Oh yeah, is. No, no, no. That's not digital de-aged.
0: They co- They it's not. Well, save it for Guardians too. They did. They had all they had to do was get rid of some crow's feet.
1: Uh, I thought that it was all practical. It was all makeup. Your
0: practical makeup. Why are we doing this? Stop. We're we're so close to the finish line with this shit movie. No, stop it. All right. Okay. We'll hold on. I'll, we'll hold on to this for when we get to Guardians 2.
1: Oh, turns out the visual effects actually did a lot of de-age. Okay. Yep. You're right. Casey, you are a hundred percent correct. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. How does Kayla yeah.
0: get hurt? Does she get shot? In the by-
1: in the escape she's shot. So she tells her sister to get the rest of the mutants out. Oh, and right. he, and she, she she does the old hand on the abdomen. There's blood. She
0: That's right. So it's just a random person that shoots her. Yes. Right.
1: right. Um, okay. Logan hears her scream. He goes running over um and uh sees her. Uh, let's see. Uh he you know, she is bleeding, but he picks her up to carry her. And as he's walking into the sunset, bam, he's shot in the back twice by fucking striker. He drops her. Now, again,
0: this could have been movie moment.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Him walking off in the sunset with her.
1: She has boom. no regeneration. She's going to die. That would be fine. It's it's Shane. It's the end of Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. So he, he puts her down. He turns. And in... Again, Hugh Jackman giving a great performance as he like like leaps at Stryker. It's <gasps> wonderful, but of course, Stryker mm-hmm. is an army officer and hits him, you know, center of his forehead with the adamantine bullet, drops, puts him. him down. Yeah, and then oh yeah, and, and just just, just if, for extra measure, <laughs> point blank. It's kind of like Batman with uh Penguin when he shoots the guy at the end and then shoots the guy at the end and then shoots the guy at the end a couple more times it's go- uh-huh. yeah it's kind of like that
0: yeah it's Land. it's always double tap
1: um so he walks over to silver fox and he's going to uh, finish her off except she's reached over and grabbed his ankle
0: now i like this i li- i like what she says to him yeah the
1: turn around walk
3: into your feet bleed and then keep
0: walking. Well, that's that's the final fuck you. And so Stryker drops the gun, starts walking away. Kayla perishes and moving. Nope, 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 no, not yet. Fucking Gambit's got to show up for one more scene.
1: Yeah, in a clunky scene. Logan wakes up. Of course...
0: He could. does the amnesia thing that everyone does. Right. Who are you? That's, do you ever seen John Mulaney's bit about this? Oh, if you have amnesia, that's not your first question. <laughs> you're not gonna be like, who are you? Who's that? Who's that? What's going on over there? You're going to be like, what's happening. Right. Yeah. Because you're going to realize everything's a little fuzzy. Yeah. So you're going to be like, what's going on? Not who are you?
1: Made this scene better than what we got. Um,
0: you know what would have made this scene better? Not having it in the fucking film.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Logan doesn't remember Gambit. He's got his dog tags, which say Logan on the one side, Wolverine on the other. Um, He doesn't remember Silver Fox, who's dead. And he runs before the authorities arrive.
0: Fire and rescue are are coming in. Uh, Gambit's like, we can't be here for this. Come on with me. And he says, I'll make my own way. He runs off one way. Uh, Gambit runs off another way. And movie.
1: Except... Oh, wait. That movie. So, uh, what? Uh, you know, I guess there's no knees in... Well, he- we know that he will resurface in X2, so something had to happen, but this doesn't necessarily help that. So, Stryker is walk- shuffling down the road. These MPs pull up behind him. They take him into custody for the death of General Munson. Again, doesn't explain why he still is um, in a position of power in X2. But I guess, who cares?
0: I don't know if in X2 they're Army. Oh, yes, they are because he's he's at
1: the White House. That's right. Um, And then credits again and movie.
0: Oh, but no.
1: That's right. But wait, there's more. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I had never seen that scene before.
0: With Deadpool going
1: Shh so fucking dumb. Yeah. So we see sword retract into the into the fist. We see Mm -hmm. the hand kind of like searching in the rubble. And then it finds the head of Deadpool. And uh it
0: looks right at the camera. You see that the the incisions are all gone. It puts a finger up and it goes shh and moving. Uh, did you read that Ryan Reynolds did none of the de- actual Deadpool work?
1: Uh, I read that he did like some close-ups, but not the... All, all, any close-ups were
0: him. Like when he's on the operating table and you see the full face there. And then when it's the when, the yeah. shot of him, when uh, that's in Deadpool 2, Wade, yeah. look like Shrek finally figured out a way to shut you up. That's right. That's all him. Otherwise, it's a a stunt guy, and I I didn't write his name down. I'm sorry.
1: No, I saw that note as well and didn't write it down either, but yeah.
0: Sorry, Uh, Mr. Stuntman.
1: Yeah.
0: You did really good stunts in a terrible movie.
1: Casey, that was a movie? (sighs) That was a
0: movie that turned into a video game. I'm so glad we're done talking about that movie. Sometimes we watch bad movies, and it's fun to talk about. This was... (laughs) <laughs> this felt like a chore to talk about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. All right. So
0: we got some questions. Yes. Yeah. Who was your favorite character?
1: Well, I, I mean, it's, ooh. <laughs> so it's a it's a close one. I'll be honest with you, in the same way that give me as much Loki as I can get, give me as much Sabertooth as I can get. Yeah. It, sabertooth. Wolverine, but Sabretooth is a close second
0: no, Oh, uh, see, it's saber tooth for me oh. with, with Wolverine is a close second. Like everything that Hugh Jackman is doing in this movie is beautiful next to the pile of garbage he's in.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. But just the quietness and like the, I could snap in a second and kill everyone in this room. <laughs> energy that Leah Schreiber is giving to this character is oh my god it's fucking phenomenal.
1: I mean I'm fine with that. I, you know again it, it's you know it's one in one a I mean it's 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 that good. You, you know 100. percent He's arguably boy um you know Magneto's good magneto's good I mean in some shit in, in this film that are so no, no no what I'm saying is I'm thinking of like in the MCU mm-hmm. the the first great villain we get is Loki, right? Mm-hmm. Right up in Thor.
0: I don't think Sabretooth is a great villain. I think he, Leo Schreiber, he I mean, does a lot. Yeah, yeah, he could be. He could be a great villain. The problem is, is that like, it, what makes a great villain is you get their. You can you can go well in those circumstances. I could end up that way. I get it. Sure. Like Loki, Killmonger, all those the good ones. This is just I'm evil for evil, like
1: yeah. Listen, give me you know, give me another, give me give me more of especially the dynamic. Which again, there's this whole turn at the end where just you know, Logan and Jimmy and Victor are brothers again at the end. Mm -hmm. Sadly, will go nowhere even in the X Men universe, you know.
0: So right,
1: yeah. All right. Uh, hey Casey, what is your best scene?
0: It's the opening credits, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it's not good when a movie peaks in the first seven minutes, but yeah, you're uh, 100 so, percent right. That's so good. Yep.
0: Hey, uh as if I have to ask, I'm pretty sure what I know what it is. What's one scene you would cut? Uh,
1: listen, we don't need Gambit in there. We could we could get everything we need without Gambit. He adds nothing. Yeah.
0: I'm okay with him being there to be like, look, nerds, it's Gambit in the, the card deck scene yeah. in the, in the game scene. And when he them. throws the charge, no, throw the charge thing. And uh, maybe even like him getting punched, knocked out. Cause like me, who I thought Gambit was cool when I was a kid and I grew up and realized he's a, a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> so it would have been nice if that was the last one be like, Hey, who's this guy? Bam. <laughs> It's just gone. The rest of the movie
1: that that would be better. Yeah, um, yeah. Boy, I got to be honest with you. I I don't even. Yeah, I mean like that. But uh, there's so much bad. The problem, the problems with this movie. Like the second half of the movie needs to be rewritten. It's not. You're not changing. You're not dropping a scene to make it better.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. This movie's
1: oof. yeah. So Casey, who is the actor having the most fun?
0: I think it's Liev Schreiber.
1: I think you're right. Yeah, agree. He's having a
0: grand old time it's in this especially movie.
1: Especially if he said, no, I don't want to be Striker. I want to be Sabretooth. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. perfect
0: sense. I think he's having a good time playing that part.
1: All right. All right. So, uh, what's the Rock Tomatoes score?
0: Motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, All right. So what's the IMDb score for this?
1: IMDb score for this movie is a 6.6 out of 10.
0: No, no. Yeah, this is like a fifth. This is like a five.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: No, you know what? it's a it's lower than that. It's like a it's like a three point five.
1: First, first half of the movie. I mean, there's a. I, I think we're so it's, a, it's an hour and forty. So let's yeah, start there yeah. because
0: there's seven minutes of of credits. Okay. So it's an hour forty. Mm-hmm. And thirty minutes in is when it starts going downhill because he gets his claws around okay. twenty seven minutes
1: yeah 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 listen we're quibbling it's a it's it's worse than that score agree
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <And, and laughs> i gotta be honest with you i don't care enough to dig deeper how about that yeah uh dad's breakdown watch it with kids
0: no why would you no just no you don't don't torture your children with this that's movie it is
1: that's what it is um you know interestingly i noticed this when even when even when it's not a superhero when striker kills general munson he stabs him with the sword that will become Deadpool's sword. There's mm-hmm. no blood.
0: No, because it's a it's a PG-13 yeah, movie. So, yeah,
1: yeah. So it's just not a good movie. I mean,
0: it's just like in in all the fights that that Wolverine is in in every single X-Men movie before Logan, it's just like I slash you and you fall away. That's right.
1: <laughs> no, no blood on the claws. We, yeah, we never.
0: But, but not even like claws. seeing any kind of penetration with them. Yeah.
1: The uh, you gotta get uh the penetration is um uh Kayla uh you know Silver Fox. I think when Victor kills her, we see blood on her shirt.
0: We see But then her. is it explained that Stryker just poured the fake she blood on her? her. That's, that's how they
1: get around. When it. she's shot at the end, we you know she's she we she see she. the blood, but again, it's it's we're not yeah. to gunshots you
0: can you can see. A little but, you can't see it dripping, you can see it on you can see it on clothes, right? Yeah, you what but you can't do. see
1: yeah, we're seeing blood on clothes or or the hand as it comes away. Yeah, it's it's
0: stupid. The MPAA is so secretive about how they actually review movies, it's really frustrating. That's
1: right. Um, all right, so geez. Uh, here we are. Here we are. It's uh it's that time again. So mm. Um after this I'm bringing you the movies and then you can be responsible. So I see how it is. This is my pick yeah. so I'm just going to You
0: try to be your fault.
1: Yes, 100%. I want to just sit back and blame you for a while. Okay, okay. I have a movie. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Right. Please be please be it's a good fucking movie. Okay, it's not MCU there's more words but only like two words. What could it be? Mm-hmm. Oh fuck. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. This, the, what, what is I, it? I'm 99% positive this is a movie we need to watch. It fits the criteria. So we were just talking with our, our buddies over at Night Shift Radio. We were talking about Meteor Man, right? Which was a, you know, which made a lot of uh, firsts for, you know, black written, directed movies. You know, major studio movies. It is this Blank Man? It's fucking Blank Man. Oh
0: my god! And I don't know if I can watch this.
1: It, and we Doesn't have, this make yeah. fun of special needs people? It's a it's a superhero comedy parody film. But isn't he special needs? Isn't uh, Damon Wayne's special needs clumsy and nerdy but he is a genius i don't think he i don't think he i think i don't think he's special needs all right i think he's awkward i think he's nerdy all right yeah Uh, okay so uh, uh let's watch that trailer fuck
0: in a city plagued with crime when hope is gone And help is out of reach.
3: Please help me. Hey, get off the car, you bum.
0: Only one man can stand in the way of evil.
2: Look, I'm a crime fighter.
3: No man.
2: Get ready to rumble. Has ever been so bold. No crime fighter. So brave. Want to try it again, pal? Why don't you shoot him in the head? Shoot him in the head. Uh-oh. Save yourself. There's no point in us all dying. I'll never forget you, my love. And no crusader has inspired so many. It's a big world, and we all have to do our part. Columbia Pictures presents... I have to make the world a safer place for my children. You got to be with the woman first. You're a virgin. Well... Damon Wayans. Please call me Blank Man.
0: Blank Man. Now... Stand back. Ah.
3: Ah. 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 Ah.
0: Cause these guys, two uh,
1: blank suits, are
3: what the world's been waiting for. Ah!
1: Did you find a bomb? Yeah, but not the one we're looking for.
3: Stephen Wayans.
2: Hang on, I'm coming down.
3: You're gonna have to deliver this baby.
2: We can't do that. We'll have to see her thing.
0: And Alan Greer.
3: Kevin, again! What? Talking
0: to the fuckers! I would love to play with you, but now is not the time. Here. And introducing J5. My
2: plan serves me correctly. J5 should be gingerly on his way. Blank man. slapped me around and called me Susan. <laughs> I warned you Susan
3: uh,
0: uh, so Todd what's the uh what's the imGB score for this I I got a feeling this is gonna be high because being oh no is it low <laughs> <laughs>
1: 5 out of 10 that's <laughs> a 50 percent uh Logan Wolverine was 6.6. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck. Well, hey, Casey. Okay. We got a movie. Well,
0: that's going to be our movie for next time. Um, Oh, boy. Okay. TSPHC Army, thanks for listening. Um, (laughs) If you haven't, for some reason, if you're new to the Army and you haven't uh, subscribed, go back to the main page where you found this on whatever podcatcher that you use, and go ahead and hit that subscribe. And while you're at it, head over to iTunes. No. Head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating because that will help us be able to have more of a presence and maybe be able to spend our money in different ways.
1: Yep, uh, 100%. It, uh, yeah. we, we hate to be so blatant about it, but we need it. it helps, yeah. and Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not, I don't think it's blatant. I don't think it's beggy I think it's, this is what you need to do for podcasts. <laughs> That's right. You like us, give us a five star review, please. That's right. Uh, hey Todd. So uh, where can people find you on social media? Should they wish to I find you? I write
1: about a variety of topics on my website, which is TMP in syr.com or Twitter or Instagram with the handle at TMP in S Y R. Hey Casey, people want to follow mm-hmm. you. Where could they find you?
0: Uh, I am on Instagram at not Ryan Casey, and I'm on Twitter at not Ryan Casey. The podcast itself also has a Twitter and Instagram on uh, Instagram. We are super pod hero cast. We put up pictures of, uh, the beer that we're drinking and some fun stuff. If we've got a, a fun picture, maybe a picture of Todd and I, if we're ever allowed to be in the same room again. Um, <laughs> and on Twitter, we are T S P H C tweets. Uh, you can also email us if you want to for any comments, questions, or concerns at superpodherocast at gmail.com because... Only Cap
1: writes letters. Tony. Music for the podcast comes to us from two places. Our theme song is Take a Chance by Kevin McLeod. He puts out a variety of music royalty-free at his website, which is incompetech.com. Our beer music is Feather Duster by Shane Ivers. That music is available at www.silvermansound.com.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So that'll do it for the Super Pod Hero Cast for this week. For
1: Todd Panic,
0: I'm Casey Ryan.
1: For Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. Be heroic. Be heroic. All
0: right. Hey, oh, God. Blank man?
1: I know. Ooh. Well, listen, you're pulling the next one. That's all I know. Sure. Uh, check me out. I have a website, a uh, blog, right about it. Right. I write about I did have a second one at that break. Uh Hugh Jackman, shirtless. Thanks, P.L. Um
0: Man PL is
1: just her claws. Is just yeah.
0: Pacing her. I thought it was Fagan, but Fagan's
1: Oh, he is so chill. Boy, this dog's a pain in the ass. Yeah, right,
0: now he's chill.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um Sorry, Aubrey is Joe. Uh, Joe jo gets Joe gets, jo gets, jo gets snacky sometimes. Aubrey's making his trail mix. What is it? Pretzel sticks, chocolate chips, chips cran raisins, almonds, almonds, and pretzels. And pretzels. Wow, yeah. that's a delicious. Yeah. And he gets he gets snacky.
0: He's a growing so boy. I'm just hungry.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Casey goes. Well, he's a growing boy. Yeah, yeah. That is. Uh, it's It's been the running joke for the last three months. Uh, but, yeah, he's he's taller than me. It's ridiculous.
0: By the way, on uh, on Fake Doctors, Real Friends, yeah. F- down face has to be giving Zach Braff shit for never seeing Remember the Titans. And I'm like, I've never seen Remember the Titans. Uh,
1: I have seen Remember the Titans. I haven't seen the other movie. We Are Marshalls. That's the one I haven't seen yet. Oh, wait, I- no.
0: Have you seen the one with Denzel or have you seen the one with McConaughey?
1: Maybe I have seen both. Sorry, I've seen both. For some reason I didn't think oh, I'd see, i I thought for some reason I thought they were the same movie. I mean, they're no. basically the same movie. Did you just call me Blob? That is a really good Fred Duke's impression. That was Thank really you. good, dude. That's that's better than your Buffalo Bill.
0: <laughs> or was she grabbing that version? That's <laughs> version?
1: that's good. But the blob was better. Uh,
0: his eyes, right be, right before their fart, right before their fart. <laughs> <laughs>